Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a more unique episode of Dangerous World Podcast. Really excited to share this with you guys, man. We were uh, talking amongst ourselves, a few of us, and we wanted to do an episode about the topic of the third eye. Is it good to open? Tune in to find out, okay? I... um come at this personally from the perspective of, you know, should us as humans uh, really know everything that goes on behind the scenes that these elites, you know, the information that these elites try to keep from us, should we actually know the information? Um, My heart says yes but it says no at the same time. You know what I mean? It's very interesting. It's a, it's a complex topic. And that's why I thought that this was fun. And I had a few friends that were really excited to get into this whole thing. So it was really cool. Um, Not everyone was able to make the show, but nonetheless, it ended up being really, really cool. We had myself, obviously I was hosting the whole deal. Um, New York Patriot, and Lux of the Occult Rejects podcast were on board as well. Ghost from my Third Eye podcast. And who else did we have? Colorado Dank as well, who does not have a podcast yet, but he probably will pretty soon. Um, it was great, man. It was a really fun show. Uh, we had two others, like I said, that, that were 
going to make it, but it just didn't work out. We'll be doing probably some sort of follow-up in some way, shape, or form. This was a longer episode, though. And if you haven't seen it on YouTube, if you don't watch podcasts on YouTube, like myself, here's the audio file for you. Um, I did want to give some extra kind of content up front here because I came across something that was very interesting. But before I get into that, um, just want to say thank you to everyone that hopped on to do this conversation. You know, the Occult Rejects, Lux and New York Patriot, they come at things from a unique perspective, as does Colorado Dank, as does Ghost from My Third Eye and myself. You know, we all see things very, very differently. And the discussion of opening your third eye, should we know this information that it seems has some sort of divine, uh, I don't know if you call it divine intervention, there's some sort of forces that don't want the average shit kicker, knuckle dragon moron like myself to know the information, right? There's a lot of shit that we're just not supposed to know. So I find it fascinating, the topic, you know, it goes back to that whole idea. If you're a Christian, if you believe in Eve being seduced in the Garden of Eden, where the serpent comes up and says, you know, you'll you'll know everything, blah, blah, blah. You know, you'll gain a bunch of consciousness and you'll evolve and all this bullshit. Who knows? You know, I'm not the best Christian. I, I find myself more agnostic than anything, as you probably know. But she takes the bite of the apple and starts you know realizing that she's naked and she feels shame and instead of just being like a carefree spirit right this is kind of the road that i was going down and the way that i wanted to present it but of course when you get a bunch of different minds together you find different information and you discuss these things and i think that that's something that even this community that prides themselves in thinking independently really lacks i think that we could do a lot more friendly debating right Next episode after this is actually a really fun debate between Moral Bob and my cousin and former co-host, Brandon. Um, you know, they debated Brandon was uh, on the side of big government and Bob was on the side of anarchy. So it was a fascinating discussion. I think that the correct answer in that whole thing lies somewhere in the middle. I don't think that any extremes are ever the answer. I don't think anarchy works. And I don't think big government works, but that's just me, okay? Our government has sure lost its way, though, hasn't it? And I want to get into this whole topic. Speaking of opening your third eye, um, I see it more for me personally, someone that doesn't really tend to believe too much in magic, um, which I know that that might sound ignorant to some especially people like the occult rejects who I respect, you know, I respect their work. And I think that they, they go out of their way to really bring some interesting information to the world. Right. Um, I just don't, I don't know if I understand it the same way and I probably don't. And they'll probably tell you that I don't too. Right. And that's fine. Um, there's some things that I understand on a different level than them. And I think that that's what makes this whole kind of thing. Very interesting discussions like this. Um, so I see the whole opening of your third eye as having a healthy amount of cynicism or nihilism, not being fully on board with that. Uh, you know, I mentioned moral Bob talking with Brandon. He seems very cynical, almost to the point where it's like, damn, dude, 
it's tough to to be happy, right? And I'm not saying I I, I have no idea. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot about Moral Bob, but I know he's a good guy, and I know that what he does works for him. Same with Brandon, right? Brandon's a cynic in his own way, but um, the reason I bring that up is because people have blind spots when it comes to society, when it comes to politics, when it comes to their leaders. And it's fascinating to me. And that's what I think opening your third eye is. At least it's the more relevant way to see things in my humble, dumb opinion. Okay. Now, a lot of people in this political sphere are, are really, really polarized. Now, yes, a lot of conspiratorial minded people are kind of like, yeah, fuck the left, fuck the right. I want Tulsi to win or I want uh, Ron Paul, who I mean, let's face it, guys, come on. Any actor at that level is probably just feeding you bullshit. I see some of the most intelligent people that actually pride themselves in their intelligence, probably a little too much, thinking that Ron Paul is the fucking answer, the end all be all. He's the dream politician. No, he's not. No, he's fucking not. He would have gotten in and either gotten killed or he would have uh, fucking, you know, just bend the knee. Kind of like, in my humble opinion, Donald Trump did. Now, I don't know if this man's going to come back in 2024 and change the country or just run it into the ground or if he's going to come back at all. That remains to be seen. And the reason that I bring him up again is because of the blind spots. Now, There's a scandal that popped up that National File brought forward. Patrick Howley, who runs National File, if I'm not mistaken, okay? Now, I heard this audio clip that I'm about to play for you on the Stu Peters show. My buddy Ghost is probably going to laugh when he hears me bring up Stu Peters. But it's an interesting show. I think that what Stu Peters does for right now, until he changes my mind, I think he is legitimately trying to educate the population and try and get more people, not only on the side of God and Jesus, because he promotes that a lot, um, more so than I'm comfortable with, but I may be wrong about that whole thing. Okay. Um, I'm sort of finding my, my Christian faith slowly and I want to get there. I'm not trying to be hesitant about it. I see a lot of problems with the way that Christians are treated in the world today. Big time Muslims too. Right. The Uyghurs in China say no more. But anyway, this Patrick Howley of National File um, talks about this scandal going on with the University of Pennsylvania. They were caught with some pretty corrupt contracts with the big pharmaceutical companies that are behind the you know what. Okay, now. There's someone else that's involved with the University of Pennsylvania, and I'm sure that you can probably tell I'm telegraphing this to you right now. Now, there's this Penn Biden Center out of the University of Pennsylvania, and they are massive, massive money players. And it's kind of similar to the Clinton and uh, Foundation, not the Clinton administration, the Clinton Foundation. Fascinating stuff, corrupt deals. Um, you know, you can see a lot of similarities when it comes to, you know, the FBI not wanting Clinton to to enter the White House. And so they threw a wrench in the whole thing. And this is why Trump was brought in, or so we're told. But removing the blind spots, I want to play this clip for you. And I want to sort of break down 
my thoughts on it really quickly. And even though this is brought to light on the Stu Peters show, and even though Stu Peters is pretty darn critical of Trump, he's questioning why he's endorsing Vernon Jones, why he's promoting the clat shots, why he's promoting all the stuff that Stu Peters himself doesn't seem to agree with. And again, I question everybody, man. I question myself day to day, okay? Minute to minute, honestly. Sometimes I'm like, am I fucking crazy? The answer is probably yes, but... More importantly, uh, am I being lied to? Am I, am, I, am I following someone down a, down a bad path? Are you following people down a bad path? Am I leading people down a bad path? I don't consider myself a leader, but I know that my little show here has a little bit of influence that at least you know some people talk about it amongst their friends or family or even other podcasters. So I want to be responsible the way that I do things. And this is not a disclaimer. I'm not trying to walk anything back that I've ever said. I just find this fascinating that Stu Peters doesn't bring up the involvement of this party that I will bring up after this recording. So again, this is the Penn Biden Center. It's a longer clip than I usually would ever play on the show. It's about two minutes, 20 seconds long, uh, but it's valuable information and uh want to play it through. And then I will give my comments at the end here and sort of elaborate on what I'm discussing. All of this down for us. Thank you, Stu. I know it might come as a surprise to your viewers that Joe Biden has a think tank because it doesn't seem like a lot of thinking is going on. But the Penn Biden Center is very similar to the Clinton Foundation. It's one of these outside groups where the Biden administration people go in and out. For instance, the current Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, was the managing director of the Penn Biden Center. So between 2017 and 2019, Joe Biden's job, ostensibly, was working for the University of Pennsylvania. He was paid over $900,000. Now, as I just reported exclusively, the University of Pennsylvania, during this time, signed a licensing agreement that gives them money from BioNTech, one of the makers of the Pfizer BioNTech vaccines. And what happens is, I have the SEC licensing agreement, I have all the documents from Penn, I have all the documents from BioNTech. They get milestone payments. The more of these Pfizer BioNTech vaccines that get sold, the more money that floods into the University of Pennsylvania. And the University of Pennsylvania general funds go and finance the Penn Biden Center, which is Joe Biden's think tank. And so this revolving door Penn Biden Center that develops the policy for the Biden administration, and you can look at current Biden administration officials who came from the Penn Biden Center, they are amassing a massive budget because they are getting, in the words of my source, possibly billions of dollars from the sale of Pfizer BioNTech vaccines, which means that Joe Biden personally has a financial massive conflict of interest. Not only that, but they get a milestone payment every single time the FDA authorizes one of the Pfizer BioNTech vaccines. So Joe Biden's FDA is approving these vaccines, okay, even though the FDA knew about all the adverse events for children stemming from the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine, they approved it anyway. And there's a bunch of Pfizer cronies on their advisory board, okay? So Joe Biden's FDA is approving this. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's personal think tank, which he can go back to at any time after his presidency, and the budget is there waiting for him, they are getting rich off of this. Nobody's ever reported this, and now it's out there. Sleepy Joe is busted. Okay, so there was a lot there. They mentioned um, Secretary Blinken, right? He is uh, raising a lot of questions in the conservatives' minds. But why didn't they bring up Donald Trump? Why didn't they bring up Donald Trump? Of course, he did graduate from the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. Not a lot of people know that. 
But if you've listened to the show before, and if you've listened to the Patriot or the uh, the Pilgrim Society episode, the first one I believe is where we talked about. No, it was actually the second one where my audio was fucked up. Um, Donald Trump is allegedly maybe if you know the the whole idea of like the skull and bones thing right this is the one that gets a lot of attention there's something called the sphinx senior society based out of pennsylvania the university of pennsylvania okay weird weird little thing and you get uh some some weird symbolism in there okay now if you go to donald trump's wikipedia um you know that that Famous military picture where, you know, he's graduating military school, the New York Military Academy. He graduated from that in 1964. However, he did go and and spend his last two years at the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. He graduated in May 1968 with a BS in economics. Okay, so Michael Cohen also uh, has some ties with the uh, the board of uh, Pennsylvania University of Pennsylvania. So, do you remember the Bush Kerry election where it was skull and bones? No matter who won that election, it was skull and bones. If I'm not mistaken, that was 2004, and I might sound retarded here, but I think that was 2004. This is the same shit when Biden ran against Trump. In the 2020 election, no matter who won, it's likely that they were both Sphinx Senior Society members. It's fascinating to think about. We're getting a lot of repetition from those early 2000s and the 90s as we are today. I just did a Super Bowl halftime and the whole symbolism behind the leading up to it. Actually, I thought we did pretty good. I heard some other analysis of the um, Super Bowl, and it was kind of dull, I think, the way that a lot of people broke it down, not throwing any shade. That's why I'm not mentioning any names. We picked up some things for not being experts in symbolism that no one else did. Okay, so check that out. If you haven't, that's a shameless plug for the Patreon. It's under the rant tier, that $5 tier. Um patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast it's it's an interesting thing and it to kim's credit that was mostly her that found a lot of that stuff um i was mostly looking at the uh commercials and what kind of shit they were talking about in those but kim found some very very interesting things uh with the halftime show as a california native herself uh some things that most people just simply didn't pick up on but back to this whole trump and and biden thing trump started this whole deal with the warp speed and all this shit right and now it's passed over to biden so biden's meant to look like the asshole the penn biden center of the university of pennsylvania is this you know achilles heel of the biden administration it may be something that causes some serious problems when they want to remove him now, National File is the only site that is supposedly reporting on this, as far as I know. Very, very interesting stuff, but Trump's not mentioned. Why? You got to ask yourself this. And this is what I think about when I start thinking about the third eye shit. You're not getting both sides of the story ever. And I'm not going to act like I don't have my biases at all. I mean, everyone does. That's what's laughable when you see these multimillionaire anchors and these politicians that act like their biases aren't going to get in the way of the way that they break shit down 
But my bias is for humanity. It's for the people, dude. Like I, I, I legitimately think that populism should win. It should, by definition, it should win. Democracy is never going to work, but populism can absolutely work. Democracy is just mob rule. I've talked about this ad nauseum. So with that being said, I don't want to drag this on too much because this is a very long episode. Very, very entertaining, though. I thought that it was awesome. Um, But I, I was kind of a little thrown off by that whole breakdown of that. You know, this this side that is kind of acting very skeptical and, and uh, sketched out of Donald Trump uh having a massive blind spot and again to their credit maybe they don't know that he transferred to the Wharton school of the university of pennsylvania same school not not you know biden didn't have anything to do with wharton that i know of now that might be something that i missed but he's got some serious ties to pennsylvania and the university of pennsylvania doesn't he so these guys are buddies man these guys are buddies Allegedly, they're both Jesuits, right? I think Amy says WTF was someone that brought that up. And I think she's brought that up a few times. I've never spoken with her, but she seems to have some pretty darn interesting information, too. But, man, uh, I haven't seen anyone fucking talking about this. The 2020 election was literally a skull and bones Bush versus Kerry 2.0 type situation. No matter who won that. And clearly they wanted Biden to win, it seems, right? But clearly whoever won that, the agenda was going to move forward. And I think that it makes it very, very easy for Trump to come back after Biden just runs this country into the ground because that's what's happening, let's face it. The shelves are going to be fucking empty with this whole trucker strike, which sure does seem like a psyop of some kind. Again, open your third eye. I don't see that as trying to find interesting information or get spiritually enlightened. I see, I see it as first we need to get like enlightened in the real world and know what the fuck's going on in the real world. And then maybe we can get some spiritual enlightenment. But until then, you guys are just fucking tripping. If you think that you're going to fucking be able to really get shit done without finding out what's going on here in the fucking third or fourth minute, whatever the fuck we're in. So it's frustrating and it's interesting. Um, me, who I do not consider an intelligent individual, can spot these things. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess that's why you guys listen, though, and I appreciate it. So I shouldn't bitch too much. I hope that you spread this information. Um, I'm going to ask a new thing of you guys, too, now that I'm, I'm going to roll into my uh, my plugs, and then we will get into this phenomenal episode with a few of my good friends. I want to ask in a new thing every episode. I want you guys to tell one friend about each episode that you think is great. If you like the show as a whole, tell a couple friends. Send it to them. Whether they use Android, send, send them Spotify, you know, get them listening to this stuff, man. Because the only way, and not only my show, not only my show, other shows too. Start with my show, but then go to other shows, okay? Send people this shit. Because if every one of you guys tells one person, Dude, they can't fucking win. The enemies can't win. The enemies of humanity and the enemies of freedom just can't win. If everyone knows this information. So not just the Trump shit, but just, you know, all the information that me and my friends talk about. Again, not this episode alone, but all these other podcasts that put out great work, whether it's Hidden History, 
whether it's alternative history, whether it's political, geopolitical, whether it's fucking secret societies, whether it's, uh, you know, spirituality, no matter what it is, if we're all kind of finding out this information, there's just no fucking way that they can win. So spread the word, not only for Dangerous World, but the other shows that are present here. You've got My Third Eye podcast. You've got The Occult Rejects. Um, who else? There's one other podcast. I'm fucking buzzing right now. I know the Colorado Dank was on too. Uh, let's see here if I can get through this without my phone dying. I mean, there's so many. I mean, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to bring up the shows that were going to uh, hop on this episode, but they weren't able to make it. But I mean, you've got you've got other great shows, you know, Great Deception is a good, good show to share again about that alternative history. Um, Upstate Unconventional. Nico's a great dude. Uh, a different, different type of a show. Again, more paranormal shit. Um, but yeah, okay. I guess I did hit everybody. Ghost, The Occult Rejects, and then Colorado Dank. So, uh, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't forgetting anyone. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm in like early onset Alzheimer's shit right now. Uh, I've hit my head multiple times in my life, and I know you know this. I've told you this several times. So, guys, with that being said, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. I really, really appreciate you guys joining. Um, if you're on the three dollar tier and you've been a member of the three dollar tier, stop it to five, right? I mean, it's not that much. Five dollars a month. That's like less than ten. That's nah, I don't want to be too crazy. It's less than 25 cents a day. We'll say that, okay. Um, you get episodes multiple a week. Okay. Um, you get everything that you get on that $3 tier, $10 tier. I'm not even going to ask you to join unless you really like the show. Okay. You get your perks there. Every $50 that you throw down on Patreon, you do get a t-shirt. First round of t-shirts is going out this week. Okay. Had to get a few shirts. If you are a Patreon subscriber, check your Patreon inbox because I asked everyone that has given $50 or more what your shirt size is and what your address is. If you want to throw in your social security number, feel free to do so. Okay. That's really how you can help me out, but don't do that. In all honesty, I could probably get in serious trouble if you, uh, if they thought I was serious about that. I don't want your socials. I've got uh, my own social. Okay. So that being said, uh, dangerousworldstore.com, you know where to find me. Okay, you know where to get the t-shirts. T-shirts are still 1776. And believe it or not, I'm actually working on that COVID uh world tour t-shirt as we speak. The screens are shot and uh I just got my ink in. That shit is coming out. Okay. Those are gonna be twenty dollars though. They're gonna be twenty dollars. They were fucking very difficult to get started printing. First of all, I had to find uh, a company that would print me the color separations. That was kind of tough. Uh, not going to say the company that wouldn't do it, but yeah, you know, you just can't, you can't fucking, you can't do business with some of these people. Okay. Especially when you throw in COVID and you start throwing around dates and you hype it up like it was staged. Oh wait, it was fucking staged, but still some people just don't want to believe that. Okay. So, you know, we got some shit coming out at uh, dangerousworldstore.com and I appreciate the support and the love. You guys are fucking awesome. And man, let's roll into this episode with uh, some really, really great individuals. Do you want your third eye open? Do you want to know the real shit? That hack line, take the blue pill or the red pill, the choice is yours. But I'll promise you right now, 
it's not what you think it is. And I think that uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, hopefully wake some people up, not just with this episode, but with, you know, slowly taking the uh, medicine with a little bit of sugar, you know, those Flintstone vitamins, you know, they, they work for a reason with those kids. Now our kids are really stupid in this country right now, but that's not because of the Flintstone vitamins with the sugar and the medicine and all that shit. It's worth it. Okay. Point is get the fucking medicine, get the good information. Here it is. Enjoy the episode. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have been waiting to have this conversation for a couple of weeks now, man. We planned this out with a few gentlemen here, uh, people from different backgrounds with different uh, ways of viewing the world. So it's going to be kind of a cool conversation about is it a good thing to have your third eye open? Is it good to be awakened to actually search for this hidden knowledge? Because some people may say it was hidden for a good reason. So uh, got some interesting people around. Uh, you've heard of all these guys if you've listened to Dangerous World before. But Jason, I'll start with you, man. Uh, plug your stuff. Uh, I know you don't have a podcast, but you, you get around in the podcast world, dude. So uh, throw your shit out there. What's up, y'all? Um, <clears throat> so it's Colorado underscore Dank 99 on Instagram. Um, you know, so I just jump on people's podcasts for interesting th- uh, talks and stuff. But, you know, I'd be busy most of the time real estate and everything so you know catch me when you can <laughs> catch them outside okay cool uh new york patriot you and lux here are both on and you have your own show and then you guys have also uh the occult rejects which is awesome so i'll start with you ny plug your stuff and uh then we'll go to lux all right well for my stuff i have the ny patriot show uh it is now we've made a new youtube account it will have the ny patriot it will have the occult rejects and it will have lux and maybe i don't know maybe i'll throw all the people's shows in there too as long as it's not stuff to get us banned um so we do have youtube we have Bitshoot. i have rumble for my show odyssey all major podcast things and the same thing really for the occult rejects we're available on all the same other stuff and and one thing i do want to add real quick i want to give a shout out to, to dank if you guys are listening to him and you're going to follow him on Instagram, this motherfucker speaks his mind and he doesn't hold back. And mm-hmm. I, I give him credit for that. So uh, he's a good account, I think. Yeah, and it, and it is interesting how little uh, traction your account gets, dude. You're very shadow banned. It's clear because there's people that follow it. But, uh, you know, with the stuff that you post, it's completely unique. But yeah. no one is seeing it, it seems like. And that's a shame. So it just sucks that that's how the algorithm works. So yeah, I would also second what New York just said. Follow this dude. Follow what's the what's the Instagram? Colorado underscore dank ninety nine. Perfect. Even Perfect. not I even thir- the I shit third that motion. Not the shit talking. Even him, just his posts. He he puts out a lot of good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I like I said, I second it. Sounds like we got a third. Love yeah. third. <laughs> Uh, what's going on with you, dude? Other than the New York uh, Patriot collaboration you got uh, in the Occult Rejects. Uh, well, the occult rejects are always going to be, you know, the most proud thing that I could ever, you know, uh, consider to be involved with. And I love doing that show. It's been incredible. Um, decided to do some different work on the side just to get some different types of guests, cover different types of content and uh, really excited about it because I'm going to try and focus a little bit more on like the paranormal stuff um, and also just sort of like deciphering some weird biblical stuff, occult knowledge and everything. So I started my own. It's called the Lux Rising podcast. You can find it on Spreaker and you can also find uh, my account 
on Twitter with Lux Eighth um, at Twitter. So check it out. Dope. Okay, good, good stuff, man. And then what about you, Ghost? Even though we just talked, I'm not sure where I'm putting our conversation in this whole thing, dude. So plug your shit. I'm Ghost. I uh, I have my Third Eye podcast. Uh, you can find me on all major podcast players. Um, find me on Instagram, My Third Eye Podcast. Telegram t.me forward slash my third ipod and email is my third ipod at gmail.com and all these guys there are that have podcasts you know go give them a five-star rating on apple and uh like ryan says give me a five-star talk shit give me a one-star fuck off so <laughs> yeah, I don't read the I, I'll never read the one stars, even if they're funny, but I'll read the five stars. And it's a good way to plug a business, to be honest. Yes, so absolutely. Um and, uh, yeah, I I'm I don't know. I'm here because of Ryan. So Oh, you're else? too kind. You say it every time. It makes me shy, dude. It makes uh, me shy. But I, I appreciate the, I, I see your cheeks get rosy. You blush. <laughs> that's the, that's probably the booze. But no, uh <laughs> honestly, man, you know, uh I'm 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 truly excited to have this conversation on my Patreon. I'm going to have, so we're going to be sharing this episode on a lot of different platforms and a lot of different feeds. I'm going to do a deep dive into Alex Jones and his family history as the Patreon portion of this. It has nothing to do with the third eye awakening, but he's one of these people that puts out a lot of knowledge and a lot of it's interesting. A lot of it's new and a lot of it is true, but there's some really, really key parts that he doesn't touch on. So I figured he was a great uh, you know, person to sort of tie in with this topic. So you can find that patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast without further ado guys let's just get into this shit because like i said the question and what we're going to be really kind of discussing here from all different kinds of uh you know worldviews is is it good to search for this hidden knowledge is it good to find the quote-unquote truth right seek the light all this stuff is it good to have your third eye open um i'll just open the floor up guys like uh, whoever wants to start it off and I just I just want to segue something into what you said, which I think in a way we can show the same thing. What I'm getting at with, with this show, you mentioned Alex Jones. I had said this last night on Meeting of the Minds. I think some people understood it and uh, didn't say anything. And I think some people disagreed, but, you know, that's OK. Um, you mentioned Alex Jones, you know, and, and we're even talking about my third eye and how much knowledge and, you know, being illuminated. Um, we have a lot of these, like Alex Jones, a big name, Jordan Maxwell, Sandoz Spinacci, you know, all these names, all these big people that have been around for a while. Uh, I mean, I'll even fucking who else? Uh, Joe Rogan. I mean, I'll even throw tinfoil hat in there, possibly, you know, we've had all these big, 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 huge shows that have supposedly have been bringing this, this illuminating knowledge that's going to save humanity and that's going to help enlighten us. But yet uh, all I've seen is the world getting worse and worse. Hmm worse so uh you know are 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 we really being enlightened to the full effect that we should be and i think opening your third eye is what's going to do it but i just wanted to segue into that that maybe uh maybe more of the knowledge and the truth is still being hidden within some of the stuff being told to us just it's all distractions man that's what they do so i mean like you know you mentioned a few shows there I tend to agree, man. I think a lot of people and, and, you know, people can get skeptical of our work too. And I think that that's healthy, right? Like I, I would never freak out on someone if they accused me of being in some society or if they accused me of some crime in the past, I would just be like, well, dude, no, you know, like I can prove it. If you want, you know, fucking look into it. Don't just believe random shit like that. But 
you know, it is interesting, man. And, and you make a good point saying that, you know, our world's just fallen apart since a lot of people have been starting to get into like the whole awakening thing. And for the record, guys, uh, side note, if anyone else wants to be recording this, I'm having some weird glitch. I don't think it's coming through in the actual audio. But uh, if you guys just want to make sure that you guys can can get the whole thing, too, uh, I'll have to. Oh, no, I started recording it as soon as you started. Sweet. Then we're good to go. We got to back yeah, up. Yeah, I got and the audio will be amazing off of my roadcasting. OK, not to brag. So, we'll yeah, have good no, we'll have good audio in case anybody needs it. <laughs> good. Now, Jason, I, what are your thoughts so far? What we're talking about? I think you're on to something. I mean, I think what's going on is if you. If you think you know everything, then you're not going to ask the questions that need to be asked. And I think that's where Alex Jones comes in. He ropes you in with truth so that when the bigger things need to be covered up, he just doesn't cover them. Well, if you believe that he's onto everything, then you're you're not even going to look for yourself. You're going to literally be feeding off of him, thinking that you're being told everything and you're not. They're hiding certain information like uh, how come Donald Trump was not researched at all with all the connections that he has you know what i'm saying that he dug into obama clinton uh he, he talks about reagan he talks about all these all these presidents but when it comes to trump nothing he's silent so that alone is what kind of concerned me and then uh of course they they promoted that all on joe rogan sam tripoli it, it echoed through all through those three uh podcasts so dude it is fascinating on that it's fascinating what's going on with rogan right now you know what i mean he is one of these gatekeepers of like the ones that are really being persecuted as far as like he's giving out misinformation even though you know the white house can give out misinformation all these other entities can really give out some fake stuff Mm -hmm. and the misinformation thing with rogan seems like a complete like dude what episodes did they ban they probably banned a bunch of episodes that they want more attention on I guarantee you they didn't ban like, you know, maybe they did ban like the Sanjay Gupta episode. I didn't even know. I I might actually look into that while we're talking here. But, dude, when things get banned, it just drives more interest into these topics. So, you know, Spotify drops a bunch, $100 million on this dude. And then they make him like the most controversial podcaster. You know what also happens with this, with him stuff getting banned? I mean, really, this is just whole fucking if Jesus didn't get nailed to a cross, would we even know the fuck he was. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, all of a sudden now, oh, this poor, this poor martyr. It's all a fucking bullshit story. Yeah, that's it's a good reality point. TV. I really hate this. And I'll play devil's advocate right here for, for, for just a second. What about all the other people that were nailed to the cross at, at the same time? You know what I mean? Why, why do we single out just Jesus? Well, he was specific. I can cut well, it. I mean, I, that might have been like a really bad thing to use, but you don't know. No, 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 I, no. I, I, <laughs> I get where you, no, I get where you're coming from, but you know. Uh, I, I have read, you know, I was telling Ryan, I have read, it was many years ago, uh, the Bible covered cover. I, I, but you can look at, I'm, I'm like the sitting target here and, and, and I don't feel like I am, but my podcast is my third eye podcast. I, my symbolism behind me, you could interpret that so many yeah, different yeah, fucking we did ways. that on your own show we did that on your own show yes like, well that's and, actually and, why i'm having this round table is because this is sort of like one of those things where your friend's an alcoholic and you all got to kind of gang up on him and get him in a room and be like hey dude you got to change what you're doing okay yeah, you're a fucking retard 
No, no. Uh, Jason, <laughs> you were about to jump in about the Jesus stuff. You're kind of like, right. in my opinion, you're someone that's really knowledgeable with like this esoteric shit behind the Bible. So what are your thoughts on that, dude? So my thoughts on it are, so what made it so significant was about not only was he nailed to the cross, it's the way that it happened. The crown of thorns, the the public humiliation. Um, not only that, but it was all the priests went against him because he was saying he was god in the flesh so it was a high crime of blasphemy which back then was huge um you know they were very religious they all listened to the priests the monks whatever you want to call them the sagittees and and sagittees yeah yeah yeah. um you know saying that's what there's there's a lot of things that made it uh so specific because they also burned the bible for 300 years before constantine stopped it all as a known sun god worshiper of apollo even built constantinople in turkey uh which you know is where apollo's from um there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things that that made him a martyr compared to other other people that were being buried on the cross uh then they had the three-day resurrection and that's what made it the most significant the the man the the man who rose from the dead remove the boulder all all that, all that that's what made it so significant though it wasn't just the the cross but but yeah. all of the all of the, the things that happened within such a time frame you know if you really think about everything that dank was just saying right now I, i'm listening to him and i'm thinking about the joe rogan thing if you really think 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 about this joe rogan is on a mic he's out there telling people stuff jesus out there telling people stuff mm-hmm. what happened jesus got hung He's a horrible person, Joe Rogan, horrible person. And then what do we do? Instead of burning books, we just erase episodes. True. Same fucking story retold in present tense and people eat it up. Or was that the story at the time that distracted everybody from from something bigger that was going on? You know what I mean? Because that that all that all all this Joe Rogan thing, in, in my humble opinion, in my mind, it's just a big distraction from from Huge what's really going on in the world. You know, all these protests against this stupid fucking bullshit that's going on, taking everybody's, you know, unalienable rights away from them and 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 <laughs> trying to to make it seem like it's something different. And then, you know, Whoopi Goldberg can come out and say, you know, the Holocaust wasn't about race. Dude, the Jew Jews are a race. The Jewish people is that is a race. Well, no, no. See, you know what? Actually, and I, and I hate to even get it because I don't want to. I actually agreed with her, believe it or not. And, and I thought it was actually the most pathetic shit that I've seen on TV. And well, because we gotta... no, like, no, think about it. Think about it. And, and I'm, I'm going to be I'm just I'm just this is a serious talk. Goes. Is there a specific country that you know that Jews are only born out of? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. that would make you it. Know, a is there one specific country that only Jews come from? Yeah, well, it's, it, what we're told uh, is, it is not a Israel. it is a religious ideology. It is not your race, and it's not even really and, a. And, rel- fucked up, and then that shows you how silly the world is. Is that a leftist said something of actual truth and said it correctly, and the left still shit on her? That shows you how crazy retarded this reality TV show is. You well, know, I think it's. I, worse I didn't that, even think of it that way. That that is a very good her, point. Uh, that her mom gave her that Jewish sounding name because that's not even her real name. You know what I mean? Her real name is Karen Johnson. And she took that Goldberg name 
because she wanted to do well in Hollywood. So it is kind of fucked up that she's, you know, saying this stuff. No, 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 I know. But but what she said, though, I think, you know, I as much as I can't stand that fucking chick. Yeah, I was like, yo, she actually said it correctly, I think. And it just shows you how they will cancel culture the fuck out of anything right now. Yeah, she looks like shit, like a dead body that you find in a river right now, dude. She's like super bloated and like it's bad how she looks. It's it's annoying. I think she's trying to get fired, man. And the same thing, you know, I don't know how many people outside of podcasting really care about what's going on with Rogan. I mean, it'll it'll show up on on, you know, like your MSN news, Microsoft news and shit like that. Not a lot of people really care about it, dude. It seems like the biggest damn thing in the world to us because we're really tapped into the whole podcasting shit. Yes, yes, yes. So I, you know, I I get the comparisons to Jesus, right? I I honestly do. It was kind of it sounded funny in the beginning, but it makes a little more sense. Um, but 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 if it appeals to the people on podcasting, that's the people who are out there trying to speak their voice. So maybe it is targeting the right people in a sense. Well, I, exactly. I think that what it, what it's meant to do, and this kind of does tie in what we're talking about, honestly, is that I think that it's meant to uh, sort of like, you know, a slow burn for like, you know, we're going to start getting rid of some podcasts. You know what I mean? I've had episodes taken down, um, you know, things like that. And, and I'm sure that uh, whole channels will be removed very soon. You know, we actually mentioned that in our predictive like end of the year show, you know, where we're trying to see what happens in 2022. This is going to be a big a big shift in what narratives are being pushed. And is that because they're trying to keep like the the hidden knowledge away from people, or is it because they're just straight trying to to get their own narrative out there? I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing. I think, I think well, one a- one thing I would definitely say, just to touch back for just a second, is that I think that as <clears throat> as humans and even as people who are involved in the occult or even in conspiracy, we have an extremely bad blind side. We have no ability to differentiate between information and the person who is presenting the information. So in other way, in other words, the, you know, Rogan, uh, Jones, all of these podcasters are saying things that QAnon are saying things that are actually true, but because we find something wrong or, or we argue about their legitimacy, we kind of throw away all the information that they're actually saying, which might be true. And so we listen to it. And then with this, like, this weird thing happens where we start to think that this is the only person that can kind of give us this information, right? We like look to them like a savior. When in reality, you have to, you have to separate the information that's being said and putting it on putting it through your own critical thinking and realizing, okay, is this true? Let me double check it. And, you know, so they can be saying a lot of truth, but they themselves might be not truthful, like at the, in the end of the day, because they might be in on it or they might be paid or something, but they're still saying important, truthful information. We have to like look through the lens of, okay, what is Jones? What is, uh rogan saying let me pull that information that i think is interesting or it might be true let me double check this work let me look at it see how it can be applicable to me is this good information is it truthful information and instead of throwing it all out just because this one person might be in on it or or not you know it's they love to do that as a psyop to just make you think that anything you've heard from these channels all must be bullshit just because the person who's saying it, you know, might not be 100% truthful. 
So, yeah, I got caught lying about one thing, right? And that's that's actually a great point, dude, because they're, you know, for, let's say, 80% of people, maybe that's changing over time. But, you know, everyone used to believe the mainstream media, right? I mean, like, yeah, maybe they knew, like, they were putting a spin on it. You know, Fox is conservative, CNN's, uh, you know, liberal, whatever. But in a, in a wide majority of people would trust those sources. But then what about the the, you know, 20 to 10% of people that just simply do not watch those channels? You got to get them hooked in with with Rogan or Jones or these other, you know, kind of sort of like I think Tim Dillon. I love Tim Dillon, dude. But like there, there's a reason that that dude is propped up so high. He's very talented, but he's got, I think, the number one Patreon in the world now. I don't know if that's a fact, but it's definitely the biggest comedy Patreon. That dude, he says shit that would make you kind of think, you know, like he says stuff like, uh, you know, he want to spend holidays with his family, you know, and it's a it's a comedic bit. But it's like one of the main pillars in his comedy is how much he hates his family and he's joking but still he's saying that it makes it like kind of cool to hate your family and to isolate find your own family find your own friends shit like that um so yeah man these people these people do you have to find different people like rogan like jones that'll that'll sit there and tell you the shit that you want to hear and then it programs people to just trust everything that they say that's a really good point lux yeah you know what you know what i want to add and then i think this will actually turn us right back around to the topic of the show um, a lot of what Lux was saying, I totally agree with. It's a lot of the stuff that we say on our own show. I, I, I've even said it on our own show. If something that we put out made you think enough to where you said, you know what, fuck with everybody. And I'm just going to start thinking for myself and you stop listening to us. Mm-hmm. I did a good job. But be, not even going to that far of an extent. You, we, we, we put these people up and idolize them. We think that they have the truth, that they are the truth. Regardless if they're controlled op, they think they're doing the right thing. They are doing the right thing. They know they're a piece of shit. They're not controlled. They're just doing it because they like it. Regardless, we have to not idolize them, take their ideas, and like Lux said, maybe research it, see if it rings true to us. But we have to stop taking it as truth. We have to take it as an idea. Because in my opinion, when it comes down to a lot of things, the only time you're actually going to know any truth or at least your truth is when you do open up your third eye. So those other people, everything they got to say, I would say, take it into consideration and maybe some of it's good and then it can inspire you to go farther. But that is not your truth. That's truth will come to you when your third eye opens. That is what Ryan and I were pretty much talking about before this segue came in. Um, I personally think it's a good thing. Uh, You you know, opening my third eye is just seeking knowledge and, and and truth and different perspectives from, from everywhere and internalizing that and, and turning it into something that, that, that can be used for good. And, you know, the moment you, 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 you try to look into this and, and, and think bad things, no, you're not, you're not at the end of the day, you're not opening your third eye. You're, I'm going to make a dick joke. You're just opening your fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Cause you know, your third eye is on, on the top of your head for a reason to, to enlighten yourself, to enlighten yourself with knowledge, power, uh, whatever power that may be, it, is that power to um, learn how to change a tire, do an oil change, or learn how to 
raise cows. You know, you you can go so simple yet so complex with it at, at, at the end of the day. Um, I mean, you know, you know what's wild? I mean, and I'll just throw this in real quick. Yesterday, me and Lux, we had Tommy Chong on. And I wanted to have him on for spiritual shit. Because I do believe, I'm sorry to say, even for him, I do believe, not, not that you have to be, and this, this will even kind of go in with the whole third eye thing. You know, if your third eye is open and you, and you are able to do magic or maybe, you know, whatever, you, you can use it to, to get what you want that you love to do in life. I honestly do think that a lot of the people that we see up on the TV and the screen, they are understanding of that. And that's why they're successful, regardless if it's for a bad reason or a good reason. I do think that. So I do believe that Chong was probably of, of that type of a person. And I wanted to have him on for spirituality. And uh, he said a lot of shit that I didn't expect him to say that I was actually rather impressed with. But he did. After editing the show today and listening to it a few times, he repeatedly had hit on the point that everything all the answers are inside your own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I would agree with that for sure. And, it, you know, it's interesting, you know, the uh, pastor that I talked with, I haven't heard from him in a while, but Pastor Sam, you know, he brought up something really interesting that I haven't heard any stoner or anyone that smokes a lot disagree with And when I bring it up to them. And I'm interested to, to I think that I've actually mentioned it to Jason, but um, using marijuana, using, you know, drugs like especially marijuana it's uh it's an illegal way to tap into the spiritual world so i don't know what you think about that there's a couple stoners here you know i i i say it to people right expecting now. yeah i know <laughs> I, I expect it to almost kind of offend people that smoke but it never does you know what i mean it's just they're like yeah it kind of is <laughs> it's only illegal because government said it was illegal no 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 <laughs> i'm saying illegal in the spiritual sense like it's an illegal yeah. way to tap into into the spiritual realm at the end of the day who who says that is illegal to to tap into it because if you go back to modern roots of creation um Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter if it's a mushroom if it if it's marijuana or ayahuasca or any other mind-altering drug that is not super addictive you know that that in itself is in in my mind is christ altering consciousness you know what i mean that that is that is opening your mind to to christ or god or creator or anything like that yeah i'll I'll say i'll say this real quick um so when i whenever i i smoke i'm around people i don't think it affects everyone the same um some people will be more enlightened they'll ask questions where some people they become more closed off and they eat junk food so they're they're already destroying their bodies um i think it really depends on the individual if it's good for them but to touch on what third eye was saying i agree in the fact that they did use it uh along with other oils and extracts and mushrooms and things like this to tap into the spiritual world um just because in our normal state we're not we're not on a level to even understand what it is you know your mind is too closed so whenever they would go into the temples they would burn these oils they would you know they would get high man they would go into an alt- uh, an altered state and then they would do they would make sure they were clean uh clean of sin cleanse themselves and then they would burn these oils rub them on their bodies and stuff and then they would do their, I guess, prayer or mantra, whatever you want to call it, to speak to Yahweh or whatever religion it might have been. Um, you know, you can take that back to Moses. 
you know, yeah. when he went up on the on 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 the mountain, Mount High, and and saw the burning bush. No, Chong was saying he was smoking weed. That's what he said yesterday. Well, no, that. he wasn't smoking weed. That was an acacia <laughs> bush burning, and acacia is riddled with DMT, yeah. natural DMT. Oh, you it know what? Something, cross over. something I want to I wanted to add real quick. I just googled it to to look. Uh, in 1907, uh, Alistair Crowley released his Lieber 777 book. That is like the handbook, the Bible for a thelemite or most ceremonial magicians. It shows you the associations and everything. If I want to do a ritual for this, you literally can follow the book as a graph to see everything you need. Drugs are listed in there. Mm-hmm. This is back in 1907. You know, cocaine, all sorts of different shit is listed in there. THC, all this and that. Stuff that may not even have been illegal yet at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's I just right there back in 1907, you know, Mr. Alistair Crowley, supposed, you know, uh, cult genius, did think at some point drugs fit into magical workings. You can take it back further than that. That's where. No, but I'm natu- saying it, that's right. But that's where natural healing, everything from from anything that we want to heal ourselves with, whether it's a pain or a mental uh, state of consciousness, comes from the earth. At the end of the day, and okay, we call it weed because it grew so plentiful and like a weed, and you know, we smoke it now. Or dab it, or you know, it gets manufactured. Why is that bad? Why is ayahuasca bad? Why is DMT bad? You know, why are mushrooms bad? And and notice, I always am referencing natural drugs, not synthetically made drugs. That just grows right here on on exactly. So if if I have a pain, push the poisons on us instead. Isn't that crazy how they make the natural stuff illegal and then they bring in these chemicals that they can make all this money off of and dumb us down at the same time. Exactly. You know, well, and the, the, the cures are the same shit that's made out of the, the poison, right? They're all oil based. So, I mean, you know, the Rockefellers were huge into the oil industry. So that's why, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at how all these things change, whether it's frequencies, like the music standard that, you know, was somewhat healing that was changed by the Rockefellers, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the Rockefellers, have probably done more to damage people's, you know, natural ability to fucking like be at one with the earth or whatever. Right. They've, they've really gotten us far off changing the music from what was it? 532 or whatever to 538 or 536, whatever it is. I should know that, but. Oh yeah. 440. A440 or some shit like that. Well, 444 is about, and then 741 is the devil's frequency. Um, The devil's. uh, 528 is the healing frequency. Well, uh, what I actually just learned was that that's not true for everyone. So um, I have a really cool episode coming out with uh, with a bioacoustics lady. She actually told me straight up by hearing my voice that I have liver problems and that um, uh, Matt has problems that he actually has, too. So you can listen to the episode and she doesn't know. Yeah. So it was wild. So kind of interesting. And then she can get like your intentions behind your voice. And all this stuff. Like if you say, if you were to tell someone I love you and you didn't mean it, she could she could tell you right away. So, I mean, imagine being married to her, dude. You can't lie about shit. (laughs) (laughs) You have her on. If if I had her on the show, I wouldn't even be able to show my video myself. I would I wouldn't want to see her either. I'd have to have the video. Well, she's easy to read with my face. So 
Yeah, she just all she needs is your voice, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you That's know, I, I wanted to uh I wanted to say something about the drugs and I and I just I think this will tap talk about third eye stuff, uh, a little bit of magic. It's it's gonna take a couple of minutes, but I'm gonna show why I think drugs sometimes are you know legalized because I do think it can help aid in magic. Um when it comes to magic, from my experience, and I'm sure Lux could probably say the same thing. Um what the problem is, is that it's basically we are like, you take our brain, it's like a fucking flame. It's just all over the place. It's uncontrolled, you know, like a lamp. You have a lamp. It's just a fucking fire that's in there. It does whatever it does. Now on um, fucking the hermit card, like I said, a lot of times when you see him holding that lamp, it's not a flame. It's a fucking, it's like a bulb or a beam, or it's like a star that is very concentrated. That's a concentrated thought. That is when um, I'll use one. I thought Tommy Chong, the way he said it yesterday was brilliant. You've cut the static out. All that bullshit, all that stuff. When my Scarlet Whore episode three, when you heard all those voices and the fire going on, that's all that stupid shit going on in your head that doesn't fucking belong there. That's the static. When you want to actually do real magic, if you want to actually open your third eye. If you want to leave here and actually experience heaven, that shit has to be shut the fuck off. And you have to have a concentrated one thought. And that's what you're going to do. Now, when you are high, sometimes off a of weed, when you are high off of DMT or mushrooms or, you know, whatever natural hallucinogenic, I'm sure at that time you're not thinking about your fucking rent, what's on fucking TV tomorrow. I got to get those new fucking shoes. You're barely just actually focused on the one experience that you're having. You're actually shutting the bullshit off using those drugs because you are now just in that experience. That is the same fucking thing you need to keep going farther in magic. So, no, we cannot have people doing that. Well, yeah, well, that was like I was saying, that was just that one pastor's point saying that that is an illegal way. Using drugs is an illegal way in the spiritual world to get to that point. Mm -hmm. I think that what he's getting at is that God created you so that you had the tools. And unfortunately, society has created all that static in our heads. So we need these drugs. I, I mean, I don't know anyone that doesn't have some kind of vice, even if it's food. I mean, people have. But God, God created these drugs. Yeah. Okay, well, God created the natural drug, and then you have the other Christians out there that say, oh, well, God gave him the wisdom to create this petroleum-based medicine, and we should take that now. I mean, he gave us the, the ability to make cocaine, and um, that's not done just by pulling it off the plant. <laughs> it's no. got to be processed. No, no, no. Or or, yeah, or, or or any pharmaceutical that we have right now. You know what I mean? Well, see, oh, yeah, but God, yeah. God gave him the 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 knowledge and the power to to create God, that. <laughs> but now, but Sorry. see now, this this I think can even go back to the whole thing: is it good or not to open up your third eye? Yeah, because depending on the person that you are, and in like you know what we were talking about yesterday with Chong too, I could, but I'll be totally one hundred percent real. On that Scarlet Horse series, when we worked on that shit, I was fucking, you know, getting, I was pushing myself very close. You know, I was bringing myself to the eclipse. It wasn't opening up. 
for inspiration. That's how I made all those intros. That's how I put so much work into it and loved what I did is because I was trying to just crack it a little bit and get some knowledge and inspiration so I can make something that I'm fucking proud of. And I'm hoping somebody got something out of you could either do that or I can learn how to be a professional criminal or a professional murderer. So why is that bad then? Why is that? Why is that bad? Yeah. Well, no, it's the person. I get that. Opening your third eye isn't bad. It's the no. person that decides to be who they are afterwards. Right. That is bad. And, and like I was telling Ryan, you know, I think inherently most humans, we want good. We don't see racism. We don't see hate. We we, we want to love one another. And I think and, that was you know, all put, put into us as a mindset. I think yeah, a lot of the whole like, hippy dippy thing, you know. You, well, I, yeah, dude. And I think that that changes. You got to fucking bow down and, and hate that. But no, at the end of the day, nobody really hates anybody. I think that I can hate your actions. I can hate your character, but I'm I'm not going to hate you as a person. The the, the part of us, our third eye that's fucking enslaved inside of our pineal gland, that thing in itself. No, it does not. It does not see that shit. It's Mm -hmm. unfortunately what's been bullshit fed to us in the flesh. That fucking holds on to that crap. I do not believe our souls do that at all. Yeah, dude, I I was going to say, I think to open up your third eye because you can't. Then you'll you'll realize how much. Don't live in the flesh. Yes. Live. I was going to say, I think that 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 changes, though. I think that's what I'm trying to say is it changes it like everyday people. They don't hate anyone, right? When you get a little power, dude, you start fucking hating people that don't have the same power as you because you get this weird complex in your head. And I was even talking about like if you have a crappy boss at work, right? They <laughs> they run they rule their fucking little room or office with an iron fist, man. Imagine someone having power over a country or the world. So that that changes, you know what I mean? Because you always tell yourself, dude, if I was the boss of this place, I wouldn't be like that dick. And you probably would, realistically. A lot of people, when they get power over others, are assholes. That's why we have the world set up the way that it is. And it's 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 interesting. And to touch on the whole idea of, you know, the third eye shit and, and, you know, God created all this good stuff and he created all this bad stuff. You know, we really wouldn't know what good is without bad. We wouldn't care about our health if there wasn't a little bit of a possibility that we can become unhealthy with some sort of disease or disorder. Or if, you know, they always ask like, if God's real, you know, why would there be uh, you know, kids that get cancer? It's because, dude, your kids are precious, man. And every once in a while, unfortunately, something horrible happens to one. And it kind of puts things into perspective for the rest of the fucking world. All in all, people are healthy. All in all, a lot of good things happen to most people. But we hear about this bad shit. And it it, is selfish as it may sound. It really puts things into perspective for you. And you're like, damn, dude, I got a good ass life. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. I like I like when people are getting into that stuff. It's like, why? Why does all this bad stuff happen if God supposedly loves us or the creator supposedly loves us? And I think that's oh, exactly. Why. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you, you, you get know. into the Bible and God is a very vengeful God. He, he's not a loving God at all. That's why. I th- yeah, it's stupid. The, I, I'm not a big believer. in. Well, the Bible. I don't think you should take that literal that book at literal. At all. No, no, no. And and, and I don't. You know, if, if you did, you realize God is bipolar. 
If you go by both testaments, yeah. you think he's fucked off. <laughs> he, he is. I hate you. <laughs> well, I love you. And, and also, though, it's you, like the worst stepmom ever. <laughs> it's, it's like, I love. Also, you, but very I hate important you. to take into account though that the the Hebrew God in the first you know five books of the Old Testament, even the Hebrews would acknowledge that that's a very different God than Christianity in the Second Testament or the New Testament. So. It's no, weird. The Muslims do that too. Like, uh, even though they all share that that same, you know, the Old Testament, I they all still kind of have their own versions of that of that idea too. Like, they don't yeah. all agree on that specifically either. You know. Yeah, it's like the first five books were like uh, the, you know, they call them by different names, uh, Elohim, things like that. And when you trace it back and you really break it down into Hebrew. It's a very different name or meaning to God than uh, what later Christians would in the, the old or the New Testament. So, and even if you look at old Hebrew concordances, they openly acknowledge that that God that they were worshiping back then is very different than the God that the Christians would worship in the future. And that's curious all, all on its own. Yeah. Then the Constantine mixing mixing into it and blending everything. It's kind of hard to say what wasn't changed. Right. You know, and I think another good thing to say and uh take it a little deep and it might get interesting. And I'll try not to drag it out too long. You know, you're we're talking about like you know, how does bad is bad stuff happening too, if magic is good, and like how I said, it just depends on the person as well. You know, when when it comes to magic, in my opinion. This is exactly explains because, you know, in my opinion, for me to, 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 to be able to practice magic, you have to do a lot of work on yourself. You really have to know who you are. In my opinion, like you, you have to at least acknowledge the piece of shit of a person you are and then maybe even sometimes remove it. But then it's like, you know, you think it's like, well, you know, how does somebody how does somebody do all that work and then still come back and, and, and do horrible things with it when, when it really comes down to magic and this is you know where i get into what my actual specific belief how it works how it happens the whole thing with magic is that you need to be balanced and need to really have no ties to this world because of one thing um i do believe if you want to get to magic with a k you are dying you are literally dying or it could just be a few few seconds you have untethered yourself you actually have to be of the mindset to pull that off. If you believe that that's what you're doing to a point, yes, you have to not have any handcuffs to this world. If you actually believe I'm going to die right now, I'm dying so I can go have this experience. That is some serious fucking shit to actually mentally process, accept and be able to pull off. Now, just because you pulled that off does not mean you're a good person. That just means you can understand that you have zero fucks for life, but in just in a different way. You know, some people could say the reason why I'm able to do it is because I look forward to where I'm going and I believe that it's going to help me be a better person here. That's why it's easy for me to be able to tell myself it's okay to die to the flesh right now. That's totally different than somebody saying I can die to the flesh right now because I'm going to pick up some knowledge that's going to make me a rich motherfucker when I wake up. Mm. Two totally different attempts. 
So it all depends on the person, you know? That's cool. So yeah, that, that obviously it ties in then with the, just the entire awakening, right? I mean, if you're going to wake yourself up, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, listen, could, you could find out, I mean, if, if somebody, and I truly do believe you could go like watch flatliners and I totally believe that, it, and I'll be totally 100% honest with you. This is not God's honest truth. You know, and this is what a lot of occultists and other people won't say, you know, on, on podcasts, if I had a hospital fucking setting and I knew that I was going to come out, I guarantee you, I probably would still would have been fucking with that shit a lot more because I'd have a safety net and the fear there'd be less fear. And I'd be able to go a lot farther because at some point when you're out there, the whole thing kind of creeps up. You realize what you're doing. The fear comes in your pineal closes. It stops you from going even farther than you could because fear will come up at some point. But if I have this safety net, now I know I can go and do that. Uh, Fuck, I'm sorry. No, I totally. Well, so what you're saying too is that like it's very possible that the that the military might really fuck around with this stuff because they have that technology. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like you may not even realize what's actually going on. You may not even understand it, but you're seeing that that's what can happen from using that process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's that's. Oh, and, and and I do, and I do think, and I do think that's exactly the military, uh, for sure. For sure. They I think you I believe it or not, as crazy as this sounds, I would not doubt if there's like fucking bases somewhere where they have kids or fucking teenagers or people with things on their fucking heads, things over their eyes. Oh yeah. Fucking reading activity and doing shit to send them out to the abyss on their own and just studying what they can do and you know what's going on. I guarantee you shit like that is going on. Well those psychic spies too. That's that shit's that's gotta be real, man. There's no concrete proof necessarily that I know of, but yeah, it makes a lot of damn sense when you figure out like especially how crazy things are, man. This isn't just natural stuff at work right here. There's something going on. And and I think that that, that is kind of why it's fucked up. The people that have the technology and the ability to tap into this stuff, they're probably mostly going to be bad people, mostly, right? Yeah, I don't, and I don't think they, it's actually technology. It's just our, our own capabilities. And yeah, that they're that's manipulating. What they're tapping into and manip- manipulating it to to remote view or do whatever the fuck military wants to do because you know lux you and i were both in okay i wasn't a subject to anything um other than fucking vaccines and shots and you know going around the world and you know loading bombs to promote another war um right but at the end of the day it's like no you have that dark side of the military and that's why it is the dark side because after hitler quote unquote lost they all came over here and we got florida in our water we got nasa we got all this other fucking bullshit aliens yeah yeah uh, to you know fuck with our minds you know everything that they do is to dumb our fucking mind down that's the technology that I'm talking about. Like, it doesn't necessarily need to be wired technology, but it's it's technology nonetheless, right? I mean, the aqueducts is a form of technology. So that's what I'm Correct. referring to is these yeah. abilities that they have. Lux, were you about to say something, dude? Yeah, I'll just, I was going to point out real quick. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail um, about the whole situation because I want to kind of keep the story short. But uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, there was a operation that was going on in 
Colorado. And it was uh, around this giant antenna array. I'm talking. Tesla? What's that? Like Tesla's technology? Um, well, they called it HARP. Oh, okay. And so, so it was this giant, giant array of antennas. And uh, I was stationed there. And what they would do mm-hmm. is they would move people in and out of this certain location, which I'm not going to talk about here, but uh, in Colorado, where they would bring people in for like two weeks and they would move them out. And uh, I remember being there and there was this like testing that was going on with these different, you know, harp technologies, which was essentially sending radio waves into the ionosphere in order to manipulate the ionosphere to create weather patterns and other things. Um, I didn't know that at the time though. Right. I, I was just stationed there and just thought I was going to a normal thing. Um, and I would be around this array of antennas and they would spark it up. And when it would spark up, I would get these crazy headaches mm. and uh, like the hair on my, you know, my neck or my arms would like stand up and I felt really weird. And they did that so many times that at after so long, I felt so anxious about it happening it started to weird me out but again they would like move us out in like these two two week periods and it came after i got out it was very obvious to me that these guys are using vibration they're using these different radio waves to manipulate things that the public has no knowledge of Mm -hmm. and even at that time i had no knowledge of it either because it was just like a fucking normie this is like 2003 (laughs) yeah yeah so after getting out, I kind of figured out what was the whole end scheme of it. But these guys, they have a much better understanding of vibration, energy, frequency than we do because they're keeping that information hidden. They're using it for, for specific technologies. And then, you know, the public doesn't know anything about it. But if you relate it to the occult, it's exa- it, it fits right in line. What they're doing in the military with those frequencies, those vibrations, you know, radio waves, we won't understand it from a general public sense, but goddamn, they do. And uh, it's it's pretty dangerous. Well, so was that you said it was in Colorado because they have the the main harp is up in uh, Alaska. So is there is there a separate one in Colorado, too? Oh, there are dozens around the world. I at this point I wouldn't even say dozens. I would say Lord knows. Shit. Uh this was way back then, so like 2003, 2004. Uh but they expanded on that project and they moved it all around the world. You can That's find these nice. installations for HARP, you know, which is like high atmospheric, you know, like high auroral, high atmospheric auroral research program, I think is what it is. Yeah, and what they're essentially doing is sending those certain radio frequencies into the ionosphere to manipulate, like I said, weather patterns, a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, oh, I know all about HARP, dude. It's a weird deal, but it's just kind of interesting that you got to be so close to it. Because, yeah, I I do think that actually taps into fucking with people's way of thought, right? And, And the whole connection with the world and everything that we're talking about. That explains a lot now, Lux, thinking about it. Why <laughs> no. is a little off? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, how, did this, how did this dude say yes to doing a podcast with me? Now I understand. Well, well, maybe he, maybe he, 
<laughs> I, I'm thinking Lux confused the uh, the 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 ox gen with the 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 Lux gen, and you know you you, you can't <laughs> you can't liquid oxygen. Yeah, good thing. Liquid, Maybe that's why you can't show yourself. He's ni- got like a hand growing out of his head from the radiation. Yeah, liquid <laughs> nitrogen. The night carts? No, fuck off. <laughs> I, I literally have a ball sack that's growing out of my forehead. <laughs> ball so. chin. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, we, actually, we, we actually did one time and I still I'm still entertaining the thought. He, we thought one time of dressing up as the Blues Brothers and he said he would actually show himself. Or sure. suits or something like yeah. that. And I was like, yeah. yo, that would be fucking badass. We might do that. Actually. It would be dope to dress in like prosthetics or something too, dude. Like you're like <laughs> yeah. an old lady and a fucking like jackass quality, movie quality. Old <laughs> <people>. <laughs> that would That'd be, be yeah. That would be fucking yeah. awesome. Um, you know what I'm like sitting thinking? there in the wheelchair? Yeah. Wheelchair, yeah, or a cane or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a, yeah. Bag on his hip. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, With I, a I, white crayon. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my favorite crayon. crayon. <laughs> definitely, like twelve of them. <laughs> <laughs> what were we going to say? <laughs> um, you know, you know, the whole thing with the, the good and the bad of the, the third eye. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about that, and I guess, like, you know, we both, I think, a lot of us do agree. It just depends on the person, but um, mm-hmm. there is some things I would like to say, and I, I think maybe some other people can jump jump in on this too and give their perspective um if you truly probably you know if you've had that experience i do from my experience and from other people that i've spoken to um if you really do crack it open um you're not going to be the same after that ever again you know so like if there's people who are listening people who are practicing magic or you know even for good reasons or have whatever type of you know, ritual type of thing that you do, meditations, you know, read books, self-help stuff. If you're trying to get to that point, um, you know, this is very much like uh, Ghost. Are you an Iron Maiden fan? Uh, they were okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought you were I'm sorry. I Come liked on. I liked them. I, now, on the, they have an album called Peace of Mind, and there is a song yeah. called Still Life. And at the beginning of it, it's weird, and it's something said backwards. Everybody was like, oh, fucking Iron Maiden talking backwards. What does <laughs> he say? And they play it backwards, and all the guy says is, don't play with things you don't understand. And uh, I think after I had my magical experience, and this is one of the reasons why I even left the OTO, is because uh, they did not explain to me or give me anything to understand what magic really was and what opening your third eye is really going to be about. Um, So I'm just saying, if you're working towards that, that that is something that you have to understand that um, you are not going to be the same after that. And you're going to have to basically reprocess your reality. And uh, that's going to take a strong minded person. So you better be strong-minded and balanced before you start the work. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm still trying to pry open my third eye. Mm-hmm. You know, well, sometimes I do, it's good if I it's do little, if call my podcast my there. third eye. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not fully open. I, it, it's it's prying open. You know, like it's squinting. You know what I mean? Like it, it just wants more and more. And you can you can relate that to you know Lord of the Rings whatever you know my precious the ring whatever 
But well, the Eye of Sauron actually, I think, is like a really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the third eye actually. <laughs> I just, I don't know. At the end of the day, you know, you open your third eye, and uh, Jay, you open yours. It's not a bad thing, Lux. NY. I think. See, well, my personal. We, we all open it to an extent. Yeah. No. Well, what I wanted to get at is that um, sometimes that can actually come. You know, and I don't know if it just goes by you know people specifically. Is it something? Sometimes you can it, actually it, come. Um. No. No. <laughs> I hope. I hope it's not just me. <laughs> no, no, but like, I don't know if it's because of you know what reason, but. You know, I think Dank can back back me up here. Um, after that experience happens, and you, you know, if you do it enough, you're gonna start to notice commonalities, and you're just there's gonna be things in your mind's eye, and just the way that you physically feel. I mean, after you open your third eye, I think once you open your third enough, you uh, open your third eye enough, you will also begin to start feeling your body differently than you used to. But uh, you know, you. You once you have, I think, a far enough experience beyond just a crack and you open it, it's going to change you to the point to where there may be times you feel it happening and you're not even trying. And that I've never I, experienced that. But well, I have good for a, you. But, good for you. I'm happy you have but I mean, but you know, saying I, saying what you, you are saying, yeah. I I I did open my third eye at one point, um cheating up on it my energy and and cheating up my my wife and just just experiencing the energy that was within me that i harvested to basically push into her to heal you know the crazy thing is that you probably actually felt something like like you did yeah that is the wildest shit i i I could feel the energy leave my hands it's almost like yeah it's like Boom, and you feel it go into her body, and then reverse, and then come back out into your hand, wherever you you push it. And dude, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that was my third eye opening, and and me opening my energy chakras, whatever the the case may be. You know, whatever religion you want to want to put that under, but. Well, you're, 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 you're manipulating energy somehow, some way. Yeah. Regardless of how what it was, you were, you know, probably truly manipulating energy. That's yeah. exactly what you were doing. And well, like, like you said, Ghost is uh, so. After I got out of the military, you know, um, this is like 2008 or something like that. Uh, I started to sit down with all of these crazy tapes because I thought that there might be some. You know, if you are in something that's so strict and materialistic and and like earthbound of being in the military that I had like an adverse reaction to that. And I started to look into these all these uh, different, I guess, you know, like vibratory or frequency based videos on YouTube and stuff. And I thought that was totally BS. And I remember sitting down, listening to some of these videos and of course, like YouTube now is way more censored. It's way different than it was back then. Right. And back then there were legitimate videos and, you know, like clips of people actually sharing these real frequencies. And I would sit down and I would lay in my bed and uh, there was like this one time that I had listened to it and 
it's like I can't remember the exact one that it was. It must have been like four thirty two hertz or five thirty two. I can't remember, but there was this feeling of literally like a cracking in my head, and that was the first thing that led to all of this afterwards mm. of me researching all these crazy subjects was because of that one instance of where I felt like, you know, I was trying to call out the BS on these clips of saying that there's no way that this can be possible. Cause I'm so grounded if you're getting out of the military and oh, then yeah. listening to that and then boom, like after that experience feeling inside of my mind crack open i felt it like it was almost uh, audio to me i could feel it um that's it's crazy and that's that's it's a weird feeling because i've said it before you know i I used to play with a fucking chi ball you know what i mean like you see it on all these fucking dragon ball z's or old you know, ninja movies or whatever. Oh, I'm going to chi up and no, that shit is fucking real. Like you can feel it in your fucking hands. Like it, it gets warm and you, you push that energy into something or you can pull that energy into yourself. And I don't, I don't know. You, You can call that your third eye opening. Or you're you're on an energy level that most people wish they could attain, but I, at the end of the day, I think everybody can attain that if they just open their third eye. Yes, you know, you know, and 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 that ties into the Scarlet Whore. Uh, that's why she's a whore. She doesn't deny anybody. She doesn't say no. If you know the right buttons to push, she will open her legs for you. And the waters of creation will start to flow. You just got to um, know. You just got to know the right button to push. My and kind of lady. Dude. No, but it's available to <laughs> anybody. It's available to anybody. We just have to figure out how to do it. That's why she's a whore. She denies no one. Yeah. You just don't, you just don't come to her. And, and, you, and, you, know funny, and you know what the funny thing is? And, and this, is, this, is, this is one of the reasons uh, why I think how sometimes, like even with magic, uh, you know, in the, in the OTO, it will even show you certain things going on to, exp- you know, sexually to show uh, something happening. And, um, you know, a lot of times for me, when I have good magical experiences, it's because I did it for a good reason. When the last couple of times when I was doing magical experiences, like I said, it was for the Scarlet War series. It wasn't so much to pat myself on the back. Is that one, I just had creativity, and two, I really thought what me and Lux tried to do in that series was like of real help if people understood it and watched it. It was not for my ego. I really thought what we were doing was important. So uh, there really wasn't any um, negative like consequences to that. It, it was that. important. That, yeah, it is but, important. Yeah, but... um, Very important. Fuck was I gonna say? Well, and that whole Scarlet Whore thing is a very interesting deal, and you guys did a great job on that so far, man. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's more to it that you guys are gonna get. Oh, into. oh it, I'm sorry. Now I, now I remember where I was going with yeah. this. <laughs> you know, so and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I did that in my for me, that was a selfless act. 
And I'm not patting myself on the back for it. I mean, me and Lux spent hours and hours and fucking months to put that shit out. And we're proud of it yeah. because we wanted to help. That was a selfless act. Now, in the OTO, when they're showing you the man crossing the abyss, when they're showing you the man breaking out of the Scarlet Whore's control, what is he doing? His head is in between her legs. What is he doing? He's getting her off and not fucking her and coming. It is a selfless act. He is not gaining anything out of that except for pleasing her. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was a really fascinating series. Are you guys done with that, by the way? Mm-hmm. The series? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, dude. It, I, I don't think I've gotten through it all, but it's very, very good, dude. And that kind of stuff is is important. I like the series type things because you can get into them a little more, can make them more digestible for people. And um, yeah, dude, it, that kind of stuff all ties in to the way that society works, it seems. I mean, you can see references, so many freaking references to the Scarlet Horror in pop culture. You know what I mean? It's all over. Right. And that seems to be the I'm, big one. I'm curious about uh, Colorado Dank. Like, what was what was your experience like? What what was that awakening that sort of happened for you? Um, I mean, I never, I never yeah, uh, actually, Dank, I think you have a lot to say that you should say on this, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, not not like trying quiet. to like, like take, put you on the spot, but like you, <laughs> you and me share experience right now, but I'm just listening. <laughs> no, I'm just saying me and you share certain experiences. I think that, that, that is like, Nike. I was trying to get into not the bad part, but, there are certain things that come with this. So, and I think I think you're a good example of this. Absolutely. So I'll start off like this. This is my perception of the third eye. I think it's good in some ways. I think it's great, actually, um, especially if you can control it. I think I think as Hinduism and some of these other cultures show it as the lotus flower opens up, um, you become divine. And I think that that at one point is taking it too far. So I think there is levels that we should not be able to obtain because there's no going back. I mean, once you go there, you're not coming back. You're, you're, you're ascending from the physical form to a form that's beyond that. And I don't think people understand that once you go to that certain level, you ascend. Um, well, not to interrupt you real quick, but inside the Astrum Argentum and maybe even the OTO, if you look up at the grades, the higher you go up, at one point, it says that you have, and basically, in my opinion, you have died and not come back. It says that you and God dissolve into one or be, become obsolete. So I do think that you literally can go to an extent to where you're not. Well, and what happens to your physical body when you ascend to this other level? Well, you're I'm saying dead. can't other can't other entities enter your body and control your body? I think that's possible, and I think a lot of, believe it or not, I think a lot of these supposed people hanging themselves, these Clinton debts, I think were just occultists that fucking crossed over. Ooh, that's actually a good take. I haven't heard that. Yeah, no, no that, see, that's, that's, that's another one of the QAnon things that hid true occultism, just like Pizzagate, that hid true occultism, what those symbols really fucking mean, a lot worse than if people would have believed it was just kid-touching. Those symbols actually symbolize people willing to die to go practice magic. If people understood people were really doing that, the kids' shit would just be like a, a side effect of that, actually. Wow. And they should worry more about that, really. I also think just like if you trip on, on acid or mushrooms, it's all about 
your mind when you're going into it and then your mind will magnify that so imagine imagine an evil person practicing this magic or practicing uh crossing over they're pulling a different type of energy than someone who may be good and it can i i think they go somewhere else i don't think they ascend the same as us i think they cross over they don't ascend yeah i mean i'll i'll i'll, I'll end it with this and then i want to i want Dang to go back to actually to what he was talking about but you know we're talking about i guess now you know bringing other entities in um i'll straight up say it from what i've looked at if it was correct. And from what I read, one of the higher OTO initiations, I don't know. I think it's the ninth, that one. Now, everybody who was also has looked at it all takes it as sexual. And again, the Scarlet Whore, which is what we tried to prove is a sexual story explaining how magic is done. Now, if you look at it as the way I'm saying it to where you are actually dying, and your soul is leaving, if you read everything and you take that sexual stuff and put it into what I'm saying, they are exactly doing that. They are removing whatever was in that vessel and they're taking something else and trying to put it in there. Mm. In my opinion, that is exactly what that ritual is saying in a sexual sense. And people don't see it because they think it's sex. Sex sounds, dude. Well, no, it it hides the truth. Because you see yep. sex and you don't see the occultism. Yeah. It's a way of telling the truth in a way of people not seeing it at all. We we showed you. You just looked at it the wrong way. Yeah. So exactly. Ryan, did you did you think you were gonna go this deep on this topic? Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is why I, I wanted to talk about these, you know, <laughs> with this stuff with this different people with these uh different perspectives. And I thought it would actually be really great to have the other two that we're you know planning to have on too, just yeah, because it's yeah, completely right. different. Right. And I think that that's where you get the greatest conversations, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Nico would have had a lot of great stuff to add to this for sure. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a and shame, it's but you a know, totally, a totally different type of person from a totally different part of the world. It's just, it's amazing how we would all would probably have commonalities among us all, too. Yeah, dude. And I think I'm the only one here that, that will not say that they have, uh, quote unquote, awoken. I, I don't have any shame in saying, I don't know what it's yeah. like. I, I have no idea, uh, you know what what that feeling's like and i i might not ever feel it dude you know what i mean but that's fine with me i, I think that it's interesting to look you for think like that you never will yeah i mean see that's the thing that i think that i think that there's things to it though where like right now it sounds overhyped to me so far oh yeah no 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 I, right no, because every everybody right now is talking about it but yeah. me me and ny and and lux you're 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 kind of a little younger but you're on the same mindset as ny and i um we're around the same age so we've kind of now we've hit that like we woke up like what the fuck like well i'm definitely awake but i think that there's a, a big difference between like knowing that you're being lied to and like what i perceive as being like you know all not all knowing but like you know what right. we're talking about here really getting some sort of understanding and having some sort of maybe it sounds corny but superpowers right to where you have this right. ability to do this shit to me it sounds overrated to be 100 percent honest well, and and you know what that's, and that's fine that's totally it, I, no, I would I, love to hear dank's um yeah like to finish up that he had on that uh, yeah yeah i can't remember where i was going with it um <laughs> oh you, you know what you know what i want to say though but like sometimes maybe you uh 
maybe it just shouldn't happen or it needs to happen on its own way. You know what I'm saying? It does. Like, like, That's what I was about to get into. No, but, but I, one, one thing I was going to, yeah, yeah. That I was actually, what I was going to say was going to wrap back into Dank. All okay. Right. All right. So, um, and these have also been for myself negative experiences with magic. Um, one thing, you know, one of the, one of the few things that piece of shit Crowley said that I do think is true. Uh, sometimes a bad experiences, I think with magic or possibly, you know, opening your third eye is when you are lusting the result of it. Yeah. So, so maybe Ryan, if you're really don't give a flying fuck about it, and if it's meant to open, it will open when it will, because you're not lusting for it. And maybe you'll have a better experience. Hopefully, man. I mean, well, I, no, I'm just saying that, 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 you know, because I myself, when I've tried to force it open, I can tell you, I wish I didn't. Yeah. And I will tell you uh, at any time, I, I, I never forced mine. And like, like I keep saying, my, my, my third eye is just peering through the crack. I, I want it to explode. Are there certain cir- circumstances circumstances that have? Fuck yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like I don't know. Uh, well, but the reason I brought that up was just bring it back to Dank to say may not yes. all may may not all be roses. You yeah. Know? So <laughs> I've never. Uh, so I'll say this, Ryan. Uh, to, I'll, then I'll go back to what I was saying whenever whenever i felt it at least i think that it was happening so when my my uh premonition premonition type dreams happen where i get deja vu constantly uh sometimes i have dreams and it'll happen later on maybe not exactly like the dream it usually feels like a separation from the physical um and then that's when i start experiencing that and then to to add to what what and why i was saying um, you know, sometimes it just happens like you, you, you're not expecting it. You close your eyes and all of a sudden you're somewhere else, man. It, and the, that feeling is almost like you're falling. I don't know how to explain it, it, but it's almost like you're falling the whole time you're in that dream. It's like uh, the hair standing up on your arms. You can feel everything around you. It's something that you don't feel in the physical realm um you know we we had to actually you can't even describe it trying to describe it right now it is it is like it's like there is no word there is no words for the experience it's fucking unreal it's um i don't know if you've ever um let's say because you don't really smoke weed or anything like that but it's um if you've have you ever done like nitrous oxide or something like that it's kind of like that type of feeling but actually separating uh, from the body i've gotten no, very very high this. before you know what i mean like i've gotten super <laughs> super stoned and i actually i used to smoke a lot of weed dude and i do every once in a while i'm actually on half an edible right now i usually will pop like <laughs> little <laughs> edibles here and there but and I, i've had the premonition type dreams where i've had like a, a dream or like i'll say something's gonna happen especially to kim here and she'll she she thinks i'm psychic you know what i mean just because of like shit that i'll say is gonna happen and then it does I just feel like being awakened is much, much more than that. Right. Maybe that's like an early step, but I just think that I think that it's something that you almost can't turn back from personally. I think that like, once you're fully, fully there, you're there. And so that's what I'm curious about is to like, what, not the steps to get there because yeah, I think everyone has like hit a bet or something, you know, and that's, that's tapping into something every once in a while. Like if you're betting on an underdog, or doing yeah, something crazy, absolutely. right? Absolutely. You don't need to be there to to get there. Like you were just saying, you know what I mean? Like 
if well, you, you wake up <clears throat> and and you're getting high, whatever, you know, get drunk, whatever, get fucking high on heroin, whatever, but you get you get there. And I'm not promoting heroin, but uh, what I'm trying to say is you're getting there. And you said, Kim thinks you're a fucking psychic, but you're having premonitions of something that might happen, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and that, that goes into the dream state because, wow. I've had some fucked up dreams the last few fucking days. Where Me too. <laughs> and, yeah. Like, I've I, had a lot of anxiety lately, like panic attacks. And I haven't had panic attacks since I was a child. I've talked about this a few times, dude. I have right. my heart start racing randomly and I'll feel like short of breath. It's not like heart attack type shit because it, it comes real quick, goes away. I don't have mm-hmm. pains in my limbs you or feel anything. right in your chest. And my my head, dude, like I, I feel fucking weird. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and and actually Nico was saying, like, if I don't Welcome have any to be health, an empath. Well, and that's what Nico was kind of hinting at was like, you know, if I don't have some sort of health condition, which I'm not the healthiest, but I'm not having many heart attacks here. That's not what's going on. Um, He was saying, like, it could be like you're on the verge of some sort of like next level shit or whatever, which I don't see it personally. But that doesn't mean that he's not right about it. Well, so, you know, you know right. I a great way i think to explain it ryan um this goes for like everybody like all right if you go to write a letter what do you do you're thinking about something first and then you go and put the pen down the paper this yeah that. sure yeah you know it, it's, it mm-hmm. comes from a thought now you talking about all these premonitions and these things uh before it came out of your mouth before you said it to anybody it, where did it come from yeah your head yeah your brain yeah, your head so maybe for all you or maybe for all you know whether you're just listening to the correct signal instead of the static at that sure. point I, I was about to say i think it's a calming um i think it's just like meditation uh i don't i don't mean you have to actually meditate and calming do all that stuff that they show you on tv but i mean to actually calm yourself to calm everything inside your mind some people just naturally do that um and i think maybe whenever i tap into it i'm just naturally letting everything go and therefore, I'm separating from the physical because I'm no longer paying attention to it. I've completely uh, just released all that. Like, like um, NY was saying, the static, I just I block everything out. And I think that's whenever mine starts to happen. I mean, I, it literally feels like um, a separation. I don't know. That's the only way I can explain it. It feels like um, a magnet, right. like sucking your soul. The only, out of you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, the only yeah, thing I can like say is you're, opening your third eye is like realizing you're a fucking empath and <laughs> you're walking all the fucking negative energy and sure. yeah you feel everything all around you and once once it's fucking open you're like oh fuck how how do i get bitch and betty out of my head how, oh, like how do i get for... karen out of my head how, yeah. how about ken ken's the very being his dick time... right now you know the very mean? first time I ever took mushrooms, right? Like, so the first time I ever took mushrooms, I did uh, a way bigger dose than I <laughs> should have. Like, I definitely should have not have taken that much. <laughs> you didn't weigh it out, did you? <laughs> right. But the self-realization that happened during that, it was like the, it was an attack on the 
fucking ego. Oh, like I hated what I saw, and it was because of the ego was protecting itself. Yes. It, I didn't want to acknowledge that these drugs attacked that self preservation of the ego. You know, I mean, it's a really good point. You know, and and that's part. And we're, of- and we're trained shadow work is bad. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, see now that they, this is what I was going to go into. You need to have that shadow work to actually get. Like I'm going to play it off the tree of life right now. If you want to get to Tiferet, you're going to have to do shadow work. You know, and at that point, you are. I believe you're being able to at least be channeled and open up to something, either your higher self or God, and then you start going up the tree. But um, that stuff. It 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 uh. <sighs> What did you say again, Lux? How, the, how you explained what you just said? I'm sorry, I totally broke another ego. one. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking... Like when you take those type of drugs, it's not about you're not blaming other people. For some reason, when you take these types of drugs, it like gives you this crazy internal attack against your own ego it's like yes you yes wrestle with yourself. awareness yes. Of your oh yeah, yeah that's what it is now so, yeah it attacks your okay. ego now in, in magic to get to that point to get to even obtain to that thing you have to attack your own ego now i think this is the point where how sometimes you say i think you mentioned something about truths about yourself that you may even have to swallow and be like fuck you know yeah. Um, there may be truths from this experience about this whole reality, about how you actually see it, that might change. That will, you know, this experience can change your paradigm, your whole understanding. If it changes, if it really does change, you have to understand this. This is serious, and this is the most important part. I think when we're getting into the series, into this uh, show. If you're really doing this stuff and you have a magical experience, I'm telling you, there's a very good possibility. And I think Dank and I, I think Lux, maybe Ghost to an extent can agree. Um, there's going to be something that is, you know, they talk about these downloads. And I hate that fucking phrase because it sounds so fucking shitty. Yeah. But it is true. You will start to have these things of knowledge popping into your head. And the way it's going to happen is almost like a fucking Rolodex. Every single little fucking thing that you have learned in your life that has actually been showing you the same fucking thing that you've never once fucking seen is going to go through your face and you're going to realize I cannot ignore this. This is truth. And they are called dreams that it may literally change the way you view reality that you have that I have viewed for 40 years. I had to realize was a lie that now that. You're going to better make sure that you are at Tiferet when you come back, that you are balanced. Because if you're not and your ego is trying to preserve the last 40 years of a belief that I held on to, that I just realized is a lie, that is going to mind fuck the living fucking shit out of you. And that is going to be hard to deal with. And that's what I'm getting at. That is the one really negative part, I think, about the third eye that I was really wanting to push with this as you can see is that this you is can put that in in, in a negative way that is, well well because but, but, but when you go to bed at night it will be free have, no you know it will be a freeing experience but you're going to have to really come to truths with some shit that might be hard 
Absolutely. And, and that's why we have the dreams that we do because you go to bed with that on your consciousness. You, you're going to think of certain shit. You know what I mean? Like last night I, I was carrying a fanny pack over, over my fucking chest. Like I was fucking Rambo and like hangover. <laughs> it, yeah. Like in hangover. And I'm like, I haven't carried a fanny pack since I w- went to fucking, you know, Niagara Falls in 1988 or 89, you know, w- when when they were cool and they were neon green and what have you. And, and then the next thing you know, I'm sitting there. I'm I'm trying to record a podcast in a fucking basement, which I don't. And all these distractions were coming through. You know, so your dreams become your reality to an extent, or is that your third eye opening to prepare you for what is coming? Sometimes I kind of wonder if, if those types of dreams are simply another alternate reality like this is something that's existing in another sphere on the tree of life as well as that might seem yeah but then i think with magic if you're really gangster at it that's where i think you can start fucking with that and most of the right most of the people who would do are the ones that are rich and fucking us right and so you can (laughs) kind of transverse these different dimensions it's like a slightly different version of your own dimension that we call earth you know or or whatever but these are expressions of different dimensions and like a different version of the reality well dude there's so many there's there's this really massive and and it's funny i know i know why they they are doing this the push for spirituality right you know when uh when when ny used the, the the gangster the way that he did it just reminded me of like these basic white bitches that will sit there and be like spiritual gangster. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, dude, they're, it, it seems like they're doing that on purpose to make it like, Oh my God, the worst people in the world are spiritual. And you know, they're doing all this shit where they're showing their crystals and their chakra shit, but then there's some truth to it behind the scenes. Right. I mean, there's absolutely some, some valuable information to, to learn about that. But it gets flooded with these basic fucking people that that don't know a damn thing about it, and they want to spread information and make it like part of their identity, even though they're barely scratching the surface, and that ruins it for a lot of people. And it's kind of like the NY said earlier. It's all about it's all about the things that you know about it that really affects you when you're going into this. So if you if you don't know what the hell you're doing and you're doing this, you could be getting yourself into some very dangerous situations that you may. Uh, affect the person around you or may affect yourself you may affect future events in your life uh, people don't understand about residual magic they don't understand how the magnifications work the, you know what i mean that there's there's rules to this and now you have all these podcasters all over the place and sam tripley and joe rogan came out practicing this stuff and pushing this stuff not really knowing what they're doing um you know exactly. I, I just think i think what's going on is very dangerous um i think that the third eye is a very good tool um, for me, I never had to ext- try to extract it uh, or open it per se. Um, when it happens, sometimes it's terrifying. And just like my Patriot said, you know, 
um, when these things happen, it can change you. Um, everything about you is changing at that moment. And you can literally get lost. You can, you know what? And, I, and I'll, I'll you can fall into the other like, side of the mirror into this parallel reality and be swapped out with something else. And you may never be the same. In fact, you mm-hmm. may be trapped in this other parallel. Uh, right. if you, if you, I mean, I'll, I'll even, I'll, I'll give you an example, and I'll, I'll admit that you know how this fucked me up. You know, and and I'll be, I'll even give another example. And it, it's not to say that, like again, I'm not disregarding the whole thing with the third eye. I'm just saying that this can be uh uh you know this could just end up being you know uh, something that might be hard for you to realize for myself i used to think honestly i'm gonna be totally honest that whole fucking glow uh flat earth or dome shit i thought it was all a bunch of fucking just stupid dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life all right fucking around with magic and experiences that i've had i've seen things that i felt and things now that I've seen in magic literature, to me, I 100% believe this isn't a faith. People can say that they, all right, I know, I know that's the difference between knowing and a belief in a faith. A belief in a faith is like, yeah, I kind of have an idea. It sounds cool. Most people, you know, with Jesus and, and you know, with God and other things, yeah, they don't have, they just have an idea and a faith of what it is. When you have an experience that makes it to where you know, when I came back from certain experiences with magic, to me, I believe and I know we are under a dome. If you decide to actually entertain that and consider that to be true, that is going to mind fuck the living shit out of you. Because you're really going to have to question where the fuck are we? Why was that experience so good? And why the fuck am I stuck here? That is all stuff that is possible with opening your third eye. And I just think that it's people have to understand, you know, like I, I had, and I wish I should have thought of asking Ryan, I should have had Taylor on because she's a female and it would have been great to get a female perspective. I think this is the perfect thing, and I think this will even match up with something Dank would want to even agree with. Um, the Akashic Records, that is her way of her talking about the abyss, and I think that's a great way to describe it. There may be times you might go in there and grab maybe a book of that fucking knowledge, and it might be shit you're not ready to fucking handle. You may not ready to be mentally fucking, you know, you're not mentally there to handle that shit, and it's going to fucking rock you. A lot worse than if you have maybe waited, didn't push it, or, you know, kind of just did something else. You know, so things can happen that I think can, you know, in the long run will help you grow spiritually. But in order to swallow that fucking pill, it's going to take a whole lot of fucking chaos and change within your mind to accept it. And people need to understand that part. You cannot be of the weak. Or you will fuck up. Well, they're trying to make people very weak right now, too. Yes. Yeah. And I think they want to force those experiences on those people for control. Right. And it's also been a, a, it's a very coordinated. I don't know. It's a plan. Like, it would be very stupid for us 
to not recognize that these guys have had this plan going on for a long time to try to make sure that they can influence society to think certain ways. Like, I I don't understand how people think that that's a conspiracy. It's bizarre to me because it's fucking obvious and it's happening right now. And people. Well, we're talking about the third eye and and opening it, right? And and levels of awakening or whatever. I think those people, Lux, are probably just so far gone in the opposite direction of where a lot of people are trying to go. They're just so far asleep that it's just simply, I mean, there's no hope almost. I get, I get what you're saying with that, but at the same time, like I'm never going to stop reaching out to those people. Oh, sure, sure, I'm right there with you. Yeah, like it's just I see a lot of the conspiracy community or whatever. They're always trying to say that, well, we should just give up and just only focus on the people that already they're already awake. You know, the echo chamber um, show. Yeah, I I disagree with that. And you know what? I'm going to be totally honest with you. And this this is probably, you know, Lux maybe might actually agree with this. I don't know if we really ever talked about it that much. But for me, I know. Well, for me, the reason why I even started my podcast is because, yes, I saw and realized how magic was being used on society through politics. I totally for sure saw that. But I also started it because I also see it in this industry. Yeah. Dude, you know, it's funny that you say that too, Lux. I'm trying to get in. I'm, I'm going to work on something right now. I actually have the first episode, at least written out the script, but I need to do like visuals to it. But I'm trying to do like baby steps as far as like truth goes on for YouTube, like the shit that right. won't even get me canceled, but like really, really basic, like shit that I could tell any one of you guys and be like, oh yeah, no shit. But it's like, so like my first episode is about the new world order. And I'm just going to do like five, six, seven minute videos with a lot of visuals of people talking about, you know, the idea of creating a one world currency, a one world religion, uh, you know, taking security away from people, getting rid of police. And this is a plan that's been going on for so long. And so, you know, I think that it's it's what the way you said it, Lux, is perfect. I'm I've been trying to reach out to to people that don't side with me. You know, the the show started out me. And a, a, a skeptical liberal, you know what I mean? Couldn't be farther from the opposite. He happens to be my cousin. But, you know, that was the the old show. And that was the format it was like, dude, we're going to debate these conspiracies. Um, you know, I went a little too far in some of them where like I, I was a, I was in the queue at first. You know, I thought it was fucking crazy. And I thought that there was a lot of things that made sense about it. He never did because he doesn't believe any of these things. Right? But then we start talking about like the vaccines. He literally thought that Bill Gates invented the polio vaccine. Um, you know, and I was like, no, dude, it's Jonas Salk. You know what I mean? And like, so things like that, we, it's a fascinating thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I get it, but dude, like these people, they tend to be college educated. They tend to be very, very smart. And I'm putting that in heavy quotes because they're book smart people. They follow the system, make it. So their pride is so high. They can't have some dumb idiot like myself that barely graduated high school telling them anything about science you know i debated my cousin my other cousin a while ago so i got a master's degree and she's a, a icu nurse she started crying because like she couldn't really fucking compute what i was saying you know what i mean so like these these very intelligent people i think are kind of in a fucking cult and i told her that and that's what kind of made her cry i was like you're in a cult you trust fauci you trust this you trust that 
without really checking, you know, cross checking or, or anything. And, and I think that that's why I think that these people are, are lost for the most part. Now, yeah, we shouldn't stop reaching out to them and shit, but um, I mean, I've talked to a lot of, of non-believers in, in name a conspiracy. You know what I mean? I've talked to them about it. Definitely. And I would, um, I, I absolutely agree with everything you just said. It was just amazing to me because we had a, a listener who, you know, we've only had a podcast for like a year. And this guy reached out to us and he was like, dude, I, I was a far leftist, like, you know, two years ago. And he, uh, he, he came on and, and I think he said he, he voted even like Democrat, right? Or some shit like that. Like, I think he said Bernie Sanders and somebody was like his fucking like, you know, his team. Yeah. Dude, I used to exactly. like Obama, believe it or Man. not. I used to, I, I halfway through Obama's second term, I was like, dude, this dude's fucking killing it, man. You know what I mean? And then I start looking into him like, oh, fuck. like I thought Trump was a piece of shit when he started running. That's when a lot of people like us liked him, you know, and now a lot of people like us don't like him. So, I mean, I was right in the beginning, but for the wrong reasons, you know, right. he's a piece of shit, just like Obama's a piece of shit. They all are horrible at that level. But I liked Obama. I hated Trump. Now, when it came down to Hillary Clinton or Trump, I was going Trump because I knew a little bit about Hillary Clinton at the time, even. But, you know, dude, it, yeah. So, yeah, people can absolutely change. But uh, so, yeah, go. I don't know if you finished with your thought, Lux, but it's fascinating when you get people like that, that that change over and tell you about it. Well, dude, it's just it's amazing to see how, you know, just by sharing truth, because you can't. Truth can't it's it's not subjective. It's yeah. concrete. It's just the way it is. Truth is concrete. And it's so amazing to see like people who were on one totally different side of things and just, and I'm not even like giving us clap because of the podcast. It's just that people are starting to figure out the narrative. That's because the internet, I will tell you that right now, the internet makes it so that a lot of people, like I, I talk about this pretty often actually, is that. Lux, you and I can completely take the opposite side on something, and we can both present data that 100% supports what we're saying. So you can say that uh, VAXs are bad, and I can say that this new VAX is good, and uh, we both have mountains of data to support either side, right? right? Because if you go with the official narrative, yeah, this whole thing is great. Never been more success to anything ever in the history of man. And then if you start looking into like, you know, shit that is disinformation, you know, this is horrible. It's really bad what's going on. So it just depends what side you want to believe. And um, I mean, dude, you can go as far as like government, government sponsored websites are lying. But that's a very credible source to 90 percent of people, which is unfortunate. All right. And let me ask you this. Let's entertain this idea going on the, the, the whole <clears throat> dumbed down society technologies rolling in uh everything that the third eye is downloads everything we've been speaking on and then put that into the concept of what elon musk is doing with the Neuralink chip on the brain and connecting it with an augmented reality uh, where your body's in paralysis you're in a matrix which is a womb most people don't understand that but that's why the movie was called the matrix you're literally in a matrix you're in a womb and you're in a paralysis and the the that's feeding you into the matrix uh, system or whatever so then ask yourself if everything sounds like the third eye you're almost astral projecting you're in another world what 
is that what they mean by the pyramid with the third eye? Is it is it them injecting you into this reality uh, by a technology? I mean, it's it's got me wondering lately. Like, what is what is the reason that it's on the brain, and why is it on the right side, the top right side of the brain? Are they covering, trying to to tap into the third eye so that your body cannot tell that it's real or not? Um, it's just things that I've been thinking about lately. If y'all want to um, give me y'all's thoughts on that, guys. Well, you know, I guess just to try to make it. To sound quick and easy, I mean, and then you know, Lux go. Uh, I mean, even with our Scarlet Horse series, I think the whole thing with that does show that, um, to, from my opinion, you know, if if crossing over and magic, if you need to shed the flesh to an extent or tether at least, you do have to let go of um the left side of the, you know, the left pillar, you know, uh, the left easy. side. And then that would leave the uh, the male energy um, released from the female form going into spirit. So that would kind of represent the right side. But the thing is, is that I do believe when it comes down to it, when you're opening your pineal gland, that is then the middle pillar that is then shining down the middle part of your brain. As they connect. So, so like in a way, what I'm saying is that through the right pillar, escaping the left pillar, you can open up the third eye. Maybe that can help you a little bit with the way that that's how I see it. It's fascinating. I mean, I've even wondered if if Ra really just breaks down to an acronym for like right angle and shit like that, believe it or not. As silly as that sounds, if you were to start looking at like certain shapes and stuff used at the top of the tree or thinking about like if you made a right angle three times, you'd come back to yourself. And that's when you take form. That's when the triangle starts. I mean, if you really want to start looking at the acronym RNA, you might find some commonalities with Ra. Hmm. That's a good little tidbit. Yeah. And it's one of those out there things. But that was one of those things that came to me when uh, I just happened to stop listening to shit and heard that one little voice and paid attention to it. Yeah. Well, and people might 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 give you pushback on that idea of raw being the right. Oh, angle. sure. Yeah. Because no, no, it just feels well, too contemporary. I mean, no, no. Well, the thing is, so what what I think, though, is like, you know, uh, you know, Matt says it all the time. A lot of people say this all the time. What is going on with my fucking screen here? My bad. Um, so what, what the English language clearly was, dude, it's just straight casting spells when you say things. So they could have based these new words off of these ancient gods, right? That's what I was going to say too. Like, you know, it's raw to us in English. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And well, and then English was created, it seems to, to really, you know, do some shit. I think that, you know, everyone in the world, you know, it's a language of business, right? It's, it's, you know, it's a fascinating thing because it's a goofy ass language when it comes down to it but everyone fucking speaks it anyone that wants to do business speaks it you know what i mean so i don't know there's something to it right and there have been drastic changes when you look at the hebrew language it was totally revolving around the vibration of your voice the you know the frequency of the words that you were speaking I mean, Hebrew is so fascinating. It's mm. it's absolutely incredible. And I think it's something that people don't pay attention to. You know, like, who thinks of fucking Hebrew? <laughs> like, 
but yeah. god damn that that language is so beautiful and there's so much hidden occult meaning behind that language i mm. think that if we understood it more and sort of what like uh what dank's talking about we could understand the occulted meanings behind these words that we use in english and transfer them to hebrew and we would have a totally different opinion on what that actual word means Mm. yeah you know what here's another this is another one that's out there but i I do believe and lux does believe too maybe not this situation but um you believe lux right that the english language probably is occulted in itself just like ryan was saying you know those things they neither symbols or shapes and stuff um this is even another way how i even thought of Ra, really too and it's silly but like i sometimes think of b as showing like the arc that is the arc, you know, and I think a lot of electricity really comes down to magic. You know, that's why I even say sometimes riding the lightning, I think, mm-hmm. is when you're leaving yourself. I think that's exactly what Metallica was even talking about, riding the lightning. You're crossing the abyss. Um, so now the letter B would show you grounded, a grounded arc. Now, to me, the R shows the break from it. You have broken out of that arc. And then the A could be the all-seeing eye, like right behind you. And now that, to me, that's how I can see. You break out of that arc. You come ungrounded. Your soul goes out into the abyss to the all-seeing eye. And now you have the letter R and A. Dude, you know what? You, you said something about, like, when you talk about the ride of lightning. Were you about to say something, Jason? Uh, no, you guys do good. Okay, I didn't want to cut you off, but... um. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that that is, you know, I'm on point, but those are things no, like, you know, dude, I, I think that you're, language. you're bringing up something interesting there. Cause it makes me think of like these old ways that people would get executed. You know, you think of the guillotine, um, hanging someone by their neck, it breaks their neck. They don't die by suffocating. They die by their neck being broken. So there's something really interesting when Separation it comes to the, from the head from the body. Yeah. Separating the head from the body with the pyramid too. Right. I mean, cause the, the, the third eye thing up at the top there, the all seeing eye that's separated from the pyramid. Right. So that's like the head of the pyramid being broken off. Now, yeah. when it comes to riding lightning, the electric chair, right. I mean, that's what, that's what another way that they used to kill people. Now I wonder if that has some of the same components to it too, as like cutting someone's head off or breaking someone's you know spinal cord, disconnecting their brain from their body. Um, I wonder if that has some sort of effect. I don't know if I'm way off there, but it just seems like there's too no, much. I've, I've actually looked at a lot of that. Um, believe it or not, this because of Dank, because of Colorado Dank, um, you know, he pointed out a phrase that I never realized. I was like, fuck, that is actually an occult phrase to me. Um, we don't smoke the same. You know, when you decide to uh, leave your body uh, in spirit to practice magic, you couldn't represent that as in smoke. So, you know, maybe me and you don't smoke the same. Maybe I smoke by leaving out of my body. Maybe, uh, Ryan, you smoke bowls of weed. But, um, <laughs> fuck. See, now I forgot. Fuck. There's many, there's, many, there's many movies where you inhale the smoke and all of a sudden you go into the ashes. Yes. So, so now, so now, yeah, that. So now think about the gas chamber. Again, they're dropping a thing inside there, creating smoke that kills you. I've thought the same shit you what thought. Like, are, are these ways of supposed. Um, deaths by you know whoever the state, the government, or you know whatever these trapping your spirit into the uh, other. World. Is it really just uh, ways of showing 
occultism in a sense. Well, in the main way that they're using that they're killing people now, they're symbolizing is the death of the soul by killing the person. You know what I'm saying? Well, sure. And the main way that it's done now is lethal injection, right? I mean, you're making you're basically making someone's heart stop beating. So there's no other way. You know, ancient cultures like the the you know the Vikings, especially which I know are part of the heathens, and or I, I don't know much about that, but I know that the Vikings are like the the warriors, right? And then you have like the Spartans and all this shit. They loved Native Americans of all kinds. They loved dying brutal ass ways. You know, there's something to that old culture. Like they love dying brutally, and they're trying to make these you know humane deaths for for these prisoners. Um, it's it's interesting. You know, is there something to be said about dying in your sleep versus dying because you're standing up for something you believed in and you die brutally. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a, it's a fascinating concept that I just started thinking about because of that little phrase, ride the lightning. No, I've thought plenty of weird shit like that too. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy dude. I don't know if we got much more to say guys. If not, I mean, we can get wrapping up here. We went for about two hours if I'm not mistaken. Um, Oh, you know what, you know what I'll say? I think we'll wrap this up in in a pretty cool way, Ryan, because that I, you said you had an idea before, right? About making these short little videos. Yeah. Putting them out. Now, me and Lux yesterday were talking about um, we wanted to do something. And I had an idea where it was going to be more of an actual episode, but it was going to be an extra thing we put out. And um, then he had the idea, hey, how about we just break them down into small little episodes? And it's kind of like, you know, uh, food for thought, but, you know, from just different angles of, you know, cultism, you know, whatever, covering certain things, but making it small and putting it out. And uh, we were both like, yo, that's fucking awesome. And I think me and him both felt it at the time that, like, you get this feeling when you're like, yeah, this is right. This is going to work. You feel something behind it. All three of us had that same fucking idea and didn't tell each other. I mean, Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. You know, was that at some point all three of us tapped into that one same source that gave us that both you know, that gave us that same inspirational idea? Yeah. I mean, it's very possible. You know, so so maybe there, you know what I'm saying? So maybe, you know, uh, there is some magic going on with you, just very you know, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it could be very possible. And it's interesting when you think about something or when you think of someone and then you see them, you know, directly after that you hadn't seen or you think of someone, they text you or call you or whatever. That's interesting, right? But, you know, and maybe this is me being ignorant, but I feel like, you know, being awoken uh, would be much more significant than things like that. Because you can also chalk those up to flukes, right? Real no, logically. No, 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 I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm saying, though, man. And, and like, I'm not, you know, maybe I'm a little too, um, I don't want to say realistic. Maybe I'm just like a little too like, uh, it's not going to happen for me. And maybe I'm not seeing what's right in front of my face, quite frankly. I mean, that's very possible. I think it happens to a lot of people. But I don't know, man. I think that it's just an interesting topic. And I think that a lot of people need to, you know, at least pay attention to it in some way, you know, because there are, there, there is, I mean, magic's very real, man. There's something very real to it. And I think that it has a lot to do with, you know, getting yourself to be more experienced in this life, in this realm, whatever you want to call it. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting, interesting topic, dude. I have two things I can add real quick. So I, yeah. I finally remembered, um, <laughs> there was too many people talking before. Okay, so think about it like this. Um, I mean, you can look at it through different religions. Um, uh, Shiva, um, Ra, Osiris, um, 
you know, all, all these different places. Well, in the Bible, there's two different people that I, would, I was going to bring up. So Jesus, first of all, he's, he came to the guy that was doing the plow. It's called the plow story. And he said, hey, come with me. He disappeared and said, hey, come with me. Dude looked back at the physical world. And then he turned around. He was gone. He said, you're, you're not ready to come with me to the heavens because mm-hmm. you can't let go of the physical. And that was his one chance. So he had to separate the physical to be with the spiritual. And he couldn't do that. So then you have Enoch. So Enoch wrote the, uh, he, I believe, was visited by Amos, A-M-O-S, an angel. And he wrote down the Enochian tablets. Uh, um, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, still getting into all this. Uh, I mean, it's a cult for a reason. It's hard to find all the knowledge. Um, but uh, first of all, uh, the, the seal of God on John D's table and on the four legs, the table literally set on the God, the seal of God was made of beeswax. Now the bee was, and it was, uh, it's, it's a very occultic symbol because it's linked to the magical crossing over the bridge between the worlds. And so he made it so that there was no connection to the actual physical. That's why a table of light set on those seals. And then he had the one in the center. And I believe what he was doing is, is just like Enoch uh, was the only person to uh, that we know of, story real or not, was the only one that ascended, went with God or Yahweh and never died. And I think that could be because he's maybe the only person we have on record that fully ascended beyond open up the lotus, uh, you know, however you want to say it. But he fully ascended out of his body and he completely disappeared my dude (laughs) it's a lot to think about so then when you think about john d i think what he was doing was he was trying to follow the same enochian magic so that he too could go get divination remote viewing um but he was maybe not able to because he was not as pure of heart and he was not able to fully expand into that but i do believe that the reason they had the table of light was to transcend time to go into this other realm of ascension and seek knowledge and then that's why all this information was kept so secret was because they wanted to have this knowledge that they know about and um i mean just let me know what y'all think about that i mean it's 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 dude i I couldn't agree with you more man yeah, it's just it's, it's all about separation of the physical. But I believe, like NY said earlier, you have to have an inner peace. You have to clean, cleanse yourself, your mind, your spirit. You have to be of a certain type of person for this to go that route. If you're evil, I believe, then that evil side of you will take over. That energy will continuously grow to be evil. And I believe that's where the story of Lucifer came in uh fallen from heaven his his evil grew within him and that's why he couldn't be in the heavens you know i've brainstormed on this a lot it makes sense so that evil that grew that little drop of evil would just continue to expand and feed off of this angelic uh energy or or just to be in this state and that's why yahweh says uh we we are not from here. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I was here before I'll be here after. I'm not of this world because he is in the spiritual world, not the physical. He has pure, pure of heart, I guess. That's the way that, that I would chalk it up. Mm-hmm. And that if you're on this world, they always say we're unclean because we are connected to the spiritual world. I mean, uh, we're not connected to the spiritual world. We're connected to the physical world. Material, yeah. if, you can't, if you can't let go of the material, well, then you'll, you're, you're stuck here. You're in the divide. 
Well, dude, that's what these atheists and these communists and and socialists, you know, and if you think that I'm out of line for comparing them and grouping them all together, I mean, Saul Alinsky grouped them all together, you know, and he's he's the 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 hero of those people. So, um, you know, this is yeah, yeah, and Hillary Clinton. Um, so you know, Trump. (laughs) Yeah, dude, exactly. So they they want you to be all materialistic. They believe in materialism. So. You know, if you can't if you can't enter the spiritual realm while being connected to the material realm, uh, I mean, dude, there's no way that that you could ever get to the spiritual realm because everyone is connected to the spiritual. Or I'm sorry, to the uh, to the physical, to the material realm. It's so. a prison planet, yeah, it's yeah. A prison planet. You're locked in here. You can't ascend. You can't you can't escape here. Even whenever you die, you're still here. You're mm-hmm. trapped. Uh, that's why I believe they call it prison planet. Only a few people. I mean, literally, I think Enoch is only one that's actually wrote down that actually ascended and disappeared from this planet because he mm-hmm. had a full ascension. So um, whether that's real or not, it, they sure believe it. The occult does. I mean, they, wow. that's why they into the Enochian magic. That's they why they don't have the book of book of Enoch in the Bible too, right? Probably. That's why they removed it. They didn't want people to know about it. That's my beliefs. That's what that's what I'm getting into the more that I read into it. And then alchemy, the physical, they're mixing the physical with the spiritual and they're trying to get the forbidden knowledge that way. Um and I think that has a lot to do with it too because alchemy is mainly of the physical world and then you're putting the spiritual world together to manipulate the the i believe the molecular everything around the table of light i believe is actually physically changing and they're actually able to transcend um mm. that's what i think i think it's a forbidden a forbidden way i think that right. is uh that's that's they keep it from us but it's also forbidden knowledge for a reason right they they understand those principles they have total understanding on how things work and they use it to manipulate the entire public yeah dude you're so spot on with that dude we got the super bowl coming up too they use these rituals right and this is going to be a massive ritual that we're about to see here right around when this episode gets released it's already began the commercials the i saw one with uh i saw one that they're supposed to be doing with um was it alexa and how alexa literally was reading their minds I believe they're trying to use technology to tap into our third eye, to to, to close it off and to actually feed information into our brain. Um, That's why they want us dumbed down. And I think that's why they want to put the chip on us, because they believe if they can control our brain and control this third eye, then they can control control us completely, our spirit and our physical. Good shit. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I've done a lot of thought. No, dude, honestly, I think that's a fucking great spot to end off because that's something yeah, for people yeah. to think about, right? That's a think great. And this. if you're an avatar, you're a god. And it, there uh, now people may say that the, the Bible is completely manipulated. You can't believe any of it, New Testament, Old Testament, or maybe just not the New Testament. But I've, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff in the New Testament that that could be manipulated or most definitely is. And then I see some things that they, it bears fruit. And I think that's where spiritual discernment comes in using your third eye to see through the lies put in there. And so, (laughs) (laughs) no, you're right. You're right. You're right. So open up that third eye, you'll see through all the bullshit and you'll see how the story makes sense. But if they can control your third eye, then they can keep you in this prison forever. I mean, think about it. If you're in this metaverse, you go to die. It says that you will, you will, the things for the things that come become upon the earth 
you will seek death, but you but it, it will literally run from you. It will escape you. So imagine if they were to get to the tree of life, make us all immortal somehow using technology with the nanotech, control our third eye. You won't be able to die. They'll be able to control what you're seeing in this, this lucid dream that they're going to create for you. It's all a false reality, but it is lucid dreaming. I mean, you're literally going to be in paralysis and have an outer body experience. I mean, Musk has already said this. He said 50% of your mind or your consciousness, he used the word consciousness, will be in the cloud, maybe a little bit more, and the rest of it will be in your body. So just think about that. That is an out-of-body experience. And they're going to be projecting this with technology the same way they're doing everything else with technology, like Lux was saying, with the Colorado uh, frequencies that they're putting out. So they're, they're literally controlling every aspect of the spiritual side through technology. And I think that is, uh, that's where things get evil. I think that's where the evil comes in. So sorry, that's, I know that's a lot of information. That's a mic drop. Fuck yeah. Well, dude, you know, you said something, you said lucid, right? I mean, lucid dreaming, it sounds like right when you hear that, I've heard the word before, but it sounds a lot like Lucifer, and it comes from the Latin verb lucere, if I'm pronouncing that right. My Latin isn't the best, but it's pretty easy to speak, lucere. Um, It means to shine, which is reflected in its meanings, filled with light or shining. Um, So lucid dreaming means that you're shining according to its own origination, that's fucking weird, dude. And it well, make look sense. at the movie, The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch that movie, and when that 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 black dude is talking to that kid, mm-hmm. you hear their conversation of the shine, and then you just even think about what we things we've discussed here. Thousand you'll, points. You'll on. understand exactly what they're talking about, and mm-hmm. think about think about what we were talking about here, and think about the fucking little round circle behind fucking Jesus and Mary's head. Maybe that's a shine. Dank is Dank is spot on. Everything that Dank said is killer. Like yeah, he, he's on it. That's, that was good, man. If people really want to get to like the heart of this episode, whew, that's the one you should listen to. Like that's killer. Yeah. Yeah. Good yep. shit. Good shit. Thank you, guys. Yo, no, I had an thoughts? amazing time. No, I had. Yeah. Yo, thank you so much. I really look forward to this. Great. Yeah, episode. me too, man. And I'm, I'm glad I'm you guys are released on my end. Absolutely. Real. Yeah, you guys will, can you guys have all all have access to it. Um, let's go around the horn. I'm gonna read ghost little things here just because he had to leave. It was his bedtime. Uh yeah. so I mean you can find Ghost who was here earlier um at the uh, My Third Eye podcast. His Instagram is just my third eye. Um uh, is, is there a podcast in his uh Instagram? You tell me. Let me check. Uh my is on Instagram, yeah. Well, he is on Instagram. Okay, so my third eye podcast is his uh, IG. Jason. Oh, uh, sorry, bro. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, like a uh, kid in class that got called on right now, dude. Was that? <laughs> you look like a kid in class that got called on. I was just asking for your plugs. <laughs> no, no, you caught you caught me off guard. Um, I had comments hit me up. Um, Next to the chick behind the <laughs> so, um, Yeah, plug away, dude. 
Colorado underscore Dink 99. Um, I always tell people, you know, take everything I put out there with a grain of salt. I'm a grain of salt. I'm trying to provoke thought. I'm trying to ask questions that other people are unwilling to ask and try to make sense of it. Uh, movements like I'm, I mean, for one, one, for example, I'm working on right now is the emergence of religions and how all of a sudden there's this Christ consciousness that's being pushed and it, I'm putting it next to Hinduism and it's almost like I can lay them on top of each other. You know, Mm -hmm. they're almost identical with this new age Christ movement, Um, which also I've linked into the Quran because you have Krishna. Krishna is an avatar of, I believe it was Vishnu. So, I mean, I'm I'm getting into that kind of stuff. And then I'm also crossing it over to the metaverse and how everything that's happening right now is not by accident. And I believe Joe Rogan, Chappelle, uh, all these comedians that can't be touched uh, and they're being put in the spotlight, but they keep saying this stuff without getting canceled. Mm. Um, it kind of makes me wonder what they're actually pushing and why they're pushing this stuff. Um, so if y'all want to see that, you know, hit me up, DM me, whatever. If I have time, I'll hit y'all back. Yeah. I didn't like every one of us said, you know, uh, it's the greatest Instagram page that you guys aren't following. If you're not there, um, there's a lot yeah. of good stuff there. And, and you did, you did share a lot of great information here, man. So Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for your unique perspective, as always. Lux, what about you, man? Well, I have a new podcast starting up. It's called the Lux Rising Podcast. It's going to be badass. Uh, Not because of my own content, because of people who are coming on. And also, like, the shit that I'm trying to start up that's going to give a different perspective on things that people um, might not have considered concerning like the paranormal and other stuff like that so cool man. can't wait for it and uh of course you know i'm one half of the occult rejects and hell yeah like that yeah man i'm I'm, that podcast as much as i can (laughs) yeah dude it's a great show obviously and you know i'm glad that you're doing that you're doing yet another show man it's always cool when people get out and they do their own shit and just you know kind of you know adding more voices in different unique ways is always really cool dude so same as as ny patriot here no i'm happy because you know what the dude loves what he's doing and if there's stuff that our show is holding him back from doing he's gonna do it on his show it's fucking amazing yeah that's what what it's about following your dreams and doing what you love fucking do it lux you know and i'm sure he's gonna cover shit completely different way that our show and my show does yeah so that's what's cool man so, plug, in, and, plug in my boy plug in my boy <laughs> yeah dude in new york you do the same thing man so plug your stuff obviously a cult so, rejects. Um, yeah yeah we got the occult rejects on the other half uh we're on bit shoot rumble uh like i said youtube again it's called tour and more uh the link will be like with our, our cult reject stuff um and we're all all major podcasts for now fuck yeah awesome work yeah the doing. ny patriot show and the ny patriot show same thing same thing and the NY Patriot Show. Dope, dude. Well, thank you guys for hopping on, of course. Yeah, no, I had a blast. Thank you so much. Definitely, dude. Uh, and then, you know, I'm Ryan, Dangerous World Podcast. Dangerous World Podcast is on Patreon. We're on YouTube. Got a tiny little YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah, guys, patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. That's where you really find me. So uh, thank you guys for hopping on. And uh, I think that this was a cool conversation, man. We'll definitely be doing more things like this in the future. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, man. Good time. For sure.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 